I took notes, FYI, but like I didn't take them as extensively as we normally do because I was like, we don't have time. It's not going to be last time where I was like, I talked for oh, a full right. hour. Oh, right. You have like detailed stories about like which men Brian Singer pursued. So that'll be kind of sad, Ooh. but we can't not get into that because it's important. I bet Colossus is one I of was going to say Colossus. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let's, let's just start, start the episode, episode before it's too I'm late. I just knew. I just knew. Okay. I'm Ryan. Wait. Start again. Hold on. show called the mutant ages let's talk let's over each talk other, over each other the entire episode and it'll be so easy to do because we have a third person with us today <gasps> is it hugh jackman i wish it's again not hugh jackman but she has hey taken guys. on the moniker wolverine in in our little chat room that we have running while we do the show so you know well, who is it it's mary ellen it's it's my co-host hey! from my other podcast let's watch two movies hey! hugh jackman you sound just like my friend mary ellen you're really good at that <laughs> I'm Hugh Jackman. I'm from Australia, and I love Broadway and acting and my muscles. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Hugh, for coming on the show. And yeah, no I, I like the Australian accent. Good job. And for long-time listeners, you'll recall that Mary Ellen came and guested on the show where we watched X-Men, which was the first mm-hmm. live-action X-Men movie adaptation by Brian Singer. And today, we're going to talk about X2, which is the sequel from 2003, also directed by Brian Singer, who would then abdicate himself from the franchise for X3. From the throne. But, uh, but which we'll is get like to good, that. Good and but bad. for now, he's still there for better or for worse. We have plenty of criticisms for the guy. But I would say mm, if we'll this is your first time there. tuning in, feel free to continue listening and enjoy the show. But if you want, you could circle back Maybe and we should uh, check out the what this X-Men show episode. Is, question mark? Um, well, I think we should, you know, we may have show? some we may have some crossover listeners here. So right. our show is about the X-Men and of course And only the X-Men. The X-Men. Comic books. That's it. And only X-Men, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Sometimes the Avengers are there. Sometimes I get mad and I start talking about Batman. But mm. uh, our show is about going and reviewing and watching all the X-Men media out there that's not comic books. So whether that comes in the form of a movie a cartoon or a video game and right now we just did the first two seasons of x-men the animated series and you can go back and listen to that mm-hmm. and we did the first x-men movie with mary ellen and she's back and for oh we also did like we a, did pride of the x-men little... and we did an episode about x-men 90s commercials for different x-men toys which yes. was really fun so, so if this is your first time listening to the show you should probably go back because it's good anyway right. we watched and if you don't know who mary ellen is She's on another podcast with Maddie called Let's Watch Two Movies. All right. Yeah. Okay, goodbye. I'm a, mo- I'm a movie expert. Yeah, fine. Shut the door. I'm a movie expert. Um, yes. I'm a, I'm a huge, widely known film critic. I am followed by famous podcasters. Everyone wants to know my take. Yep. Uh, and thank and so, God you're here because yeah. we are extremely biased on X2, a so film that Ryan and I watched really 600 happy. times as children. I know. Yes. I'm so happy Mary Ellen is here right now because uh, last time we watched, we did this... Okay, Okay, so last time we reviewed X-Men, Maddie and I were both proudly like, We know oh, everything. We've seen this movie 500 <laughs> times and we know everything about it. And then it's like, with, promptly within the first 10 minutes, like Rogue's like trailing her finger along the map. And then we're like, where's Rogue even going? And everyone's 
like it's spilled out for you you idiot I still can't believe that we didn't pick up on that plot point after watching it as many times as we did and Mary Ellen there's no way she could think it's as funny as we do that we didn't understand that but I expect Mary Ellen to point out plot points that we have watched thousands of times and not noticed in this film because Mm -hmm. I'm excited to hear about it I am too I'm also excited that maybe Mary Ellen I don't know Mary Ellen did you like this movie what did you think about it yeah oh I remember I watched it a couple times as a teenager and I know like I'm one of the like FX or something I feel like they always have this on um Mm -hmm. and so like it's one of those movies where if I see it's on I'll throw it on the background and so I feel like I've seen it a bunch of times not really recently or like and not in a way where I'm like sitting down and and really engaging with it same actually um I I like it I think it does I think a lot of it really surprisingly holds up um which, yeah, that's which you don't always too. you don't always see with stuff that's like the pre Avengers yeah. era. I, but in a way, it's got kind of like a creepy mood to it in a lot of places, like a really unsettling I, thing. I going felt on. that way too. But I we also just watched the first two seasons of X Men: The Animated Series, and I was like, wow, this is some really dark shit. And I kind of felt that way watching this movie. Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, I, yeah, I think mean, like, it, we know that the writers of of X Men and X Two watched X Men: The Animated Series and were specifically taking those themes and how that show and also this movie were influenced a lot by the gay rights movement and like the yeah. sort of post 90s AIDS panic and the Reagan administration and all those things is very much a part of this movie as well and is the thing that we talk about on the show constantly but I I would say that the whole being a mutant is equivalent to being gay thing is once again top of mind in this movie much as it was in the first X-Men and you know Mm -hmm. I don't hate it I I still think it's an interesting metaphor although it does kind of strain at the seams sometimes but um we'll get to yeah. that but it's definitely like this is the movie that has bobby coming out to his parents and like yeah. all of those things in it those famous Which is scenes hilarious because bobby is gay yes but now, not in this movie but so, in the comics no. iceman is gay i don't know if you knew that mary ellen but he is i did know that because i follow a lot of you follow uh, gay us nerds on twitter, on twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you follow a lot of gay men on twitter okay yeah i said gay nerds specifically oh okay yeah well there Are you, you go. talking about us or all right yeah i actually only follow you <laughs> that was that was a call. Well, that's out. probably for the best. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I saw this movie like this is gonna sound ridiculous. This is the only movie I've seen eight times in theaters when I was younger Damn. because that's I me and my friend Rye, who's um, the other Rye. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> the straight Rye. The, the one that's that's in like all the videos we make. Mm-hmm. He and I like were obsessed. We we well, we wanted to go see it because like we liked watching Nightcrawler's opening scene and we were both like, Nightcrawler's awesome. Valid. Um, but also, like, and- the only way you could watch a movie over and over would be that way. Right. And you had to wait so long for it to be out on VHS or DVD. Well, that's how it was. I, like I was going to say, the release of the actual movie would be like a full year afterwards. So, so why not go ahead and capitalize on it by going to see it in the cinema as many times as possible? Just, and like, I do think it's a little bit better than the first X-Men film, which I wasn't expecting this time. I, okay, so I'm going to let you know, Mary Ellen, that I've been talking to Maddie about how X2 is like even further away from the comic books than the first movie mm-hmm. is and like I was like I'm going to have problems with that watching this again now but I was actually pretty impressed with like how well the movie's paced and I thought that it was actually a little bit better than the first X-Men film which mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that was not the reaction I was expecting out of myself 
So I think that even though there are a lot of changes from the comics, it's still an interesting movie to watch and it still feels X Men y, which I already told you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And then well, and it, it all stops to, after this movie. <laughs> it starts to invest in, in the whole movie universe. You know, it starts yeah. to continue on characterizations and conflicts that we saw which right is up so in the first. interesting, though. Because, yeah. like, then after this movie, like, it falls apart for the rest yeah. of, like, almost the movies I that know. come out. And like, there's all almost these all little of them. hints that they're gonna maybe do more movies. Like, when Mystique is looking through the files and she finds Remy LeBeau's name and then Gambit has never been in any of the movies but she like hovers over it and it's kind of like a teaser <laughs> she, he was in that, that shit. Okay, maybe Maddie, other don't characters will be he there. was in that shitty Wolverine movie that nobody can oh, watch oh yeah is he I can't I've repressed yes, all of that yes. none of that happened I mean that's for the best but it is a thing that happened listen I but, literally don't remember anything that happened in that film and I refuse to and I know we have to eventually watch it on the show but I don't care it never happened I, and it will never happen yeah well you know what I'm glad that Hugh Jackman is successful. Um, so do we want to so, go over the plot? I mean, I, I can't yeah. even remember the first time I saw this. I just remember watching it a billion times and Ryan and I making our own X-Men parody films as teenagers, which I just when I watch this oh movie, God. I just look at the scenes that we parodied and I'm like, oh, I remember watching this a billion times and us trying to recreate it and film it. Like, I can't even separate this movie from just the memories of my own life. It's like right it's, a, it's not even like watching a movie for me anymore it's like just re-experiencing a memory i have i don't know it's wow. See, that's interesting so i have the opposite deep. effect because i didn't remember <laughs> all those i didn't remember all the parodies we did of this film until i was watching it and i was like there's like a scene in here where like wolverine and cyclops are screaming she's gone and i had to, i couldn't stop laughing <laughs> because, because we parodied, parodied that and so i forgot much. it was in this movie in this i thought movie, we made it also, up we would just quote it at each other i think because we just couldn't handle how incredibly emotional that scene is because we were like jaded teenagers so we would just like scream uh, it at each other but yeah. you know that's that's what teenagers do i don't know yeah uh, well, maybe we do. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe other teenagers have healthy relationships with like sad scenes in movies. <laughs> we mm. didn't, and we were sarcastic assholes. Anyway, oh. so the movie starts out with a monologue from Professor X, much like the first X-Men movie, and it's about mm. um, mutation, the next step in our evolution. I remember you and Wrighty like, memorizing this stupid monologue. I'm going to say that about every <laughs> single thing in this movie. It's not this one. It was the other one from the first film, because I was wrong. I, it was this, this oh, one I think bad. I made you say at the end. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Nobody cares. I know right, nobody cares. Um, and so, mostly the monologue is about how humanity has these tendencies to not be able to share and it's i don't even know if that's an innate tendency but that's what this monologue is asserting is that because mm. mutants have evolved they will inherently be at conflict with homo sapiens and that's uh that's that's at least what this movie is supposing and then we have this yeah. first scene the graphics are weird they're it's so like, it's like a, a space brain and stuff yeah. yeah 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 i mean it's 2003 um they're, yeah. they're doing their it's best a, i i was also like watching this i'm like this seems like a strange setup for not the phoenix to happen i know because then because they like, like show space, space and they show this sort of like ethereal ghostly figure in space yeah which is space brain. very dark phoenixy but then the spaceman is like kind of a xavier guy and also yeah. is no one and it's just part of the like cool cgi background of like the opening it's cast. possible that it's like okay so i when i was watching this movie this time i was like okay so it's clear to me that if 
they had stayed on the trajectory that they had planned that Brian Singer movie. had planned if he had they, continued as the the yeah but there there was like it's there's like a clear setup for a lot of stuff in here including the phoenix including yes. rogue getting her powers potentially mystique and nightcrawler's relationship like it was just like all this stuff that's like i never noticed that they built this setup for everyone and all these characters and so it's possible that that this this is purposely done in that way, but in a subtle way. Yeah, I mean, I had forgotten. Brian Singer at least tried to be subtle. Yeah, <laughs> that's not his thing anymore. But you know, yeah, uh, so it's possible. Yeah, and then it fades away because a bunch of cubes fly at us. <laughs> yeah, mm. and then we're we're on the Nightcrawler scene that that Ryan and Ryan, young the young Ryans, watched so many times together, and mm. it's it's the White House. And I had also not fully remembered that this movie came out a couple years after 9-11. So I think opening with like a terrorist attack is mm. s- it probably had a different vibe then than it would yeah. for us to watch now i mean not that you know not that we don't still understand <laughs> like oh we're watching a right. movie from the 2000s and there's a terrorist attack this would have been top of mind for everybody but i had sort of forgotten like oh right 2003 it's yeah. unfortunate that like the following x-men films also attack the white house like in every film after I this mean, they're <laughs> obsessed with the white house they like, are in the on. previous movie like they what were they in do the statue of liberty so there's a lot of like oh, that's true. america stuff in these movies but you know mm. all right um and so nightcrawler is teleporting around the white house and it's it's weird like in the first shot where you see him he's not blue so like yeah how is that so, possible okay. he's got he got a spray on tan i think i thought okay, it was so, a mask but you can actually when they show his face briefly you could see the lining like the scarring yeah, on his face so it's like did so he just yeah. put on paint? white face for like this just to get into the white house and also I how guess. but then it disappears a white face for the white house oh, that's exactly oh, why he was like i gotta paint my face white for the white house <laughs> everyone's white there <laughs> it's true i think okay so legit i think this is supposed to be like an interpretation I, I, it's obviously makeup for him but i think it's supposed to be an interpretation from the comic books where nightcrawler specifically always wore that image inducer that created like a human version of himself that other people would see i don't understand how that technology works but it's a thing Weird. that's all i got all right well as soon he, as he, he starts teleporting he turns blue so i figured it was just makeup or something but i don't know um so like wait did the makeup not teleport know. with okay? him okay because his clothes <laughs> do teleport but the makeup doesn't because of reasons. Mm. Listen. Maybe you could selectively teleport. Like, you could be I like, okay, make can. up your... Stay here. <laughs> because he can, with like, me. grab people and <laughs> teleport just, with them. I just imagine, like, right. him teleporting and then, like, the face of his makeup just still floating there <laughs> on its own. <laughs> Somebody's like, oh, my God. I mean, that definitely wow. distracted me as I was watching this. And I, like, yeah. literally was like, okay, so what happened to his white face? Like, what? All right. Anyway, I... Yeah. <laughs> so he's teleporting around. He's getting past. It's a cool act action scene he's he's using yeah. his teleportation to get around and the guys the, CGI, the secret service weirdly, guys are like oh there's more than one intruder because they think there's more than one of him but he's just right. teleporting around which is cool um the cgi right. in the scene like weirdly holds up. i thought like, yeah it's, it's, i thought it was really yeah. good i think just because they show so little of it and because yeah. it's not that hard to film something like this like you just freeze the frame the guy walks away i mean we recreated this later with caro playing day creeper in d2 where you just freeze the oh frame oh my god i and forgot we did that also and we'd have her bamf around that way um but they added in all the like blue our cgi effects, was better though so, so that it yeah. looks like he's teleporting whatever they but, did yeah it looks pretty cool it does so. it does look really cool i think a 
lot of the CGI, this still looks pretty good because they didn't overdo any of their powers. Yeah. And I think that was a smart way to and go. And a lot of times, yeah. like when Mystique is transforming, they'll put her in low lighting so that it's less obvious that it's like a CG right. transformation or they'll like cut between shots and stuff. It's it's cleverly yeah. done. Like they know their limitations and they, they sort of capitalize on them. So this whole terrorist attack culminates in Nightcrawler finally getting to the president, taking out a knife and almost stabbing him but and he then, sniffs him yeah he sniffs him and it's like almost mm. sexual he like licks yeah. his lips like he's really excited to get to kill the president i'm re- i yeah. ship nightcrawler and the president I mean, <laughs> I mean who doesn't after this scene um but then one That's of the true. secret service guys on the ground manages to they've all been knocked out but he in. manages to get a shot in and take nightcrawler out nightcrawler bamfs away and we see Boom. the knife has a handle on it that says mutant freedom i think i can't remember something like it that. says mutant uh, freedom now mutant freedom mutant now. rights now yeah rights or maybe freedom. i think it's freedom but it's it's alan cumming who's yes playing, it's alan uh, cumming yes. yeah so yeah. We've, got a, we've got a very <laughs> a very flamboyant nightcrawler and alan cumming yeah well, you, you kind of need a flamboyant nightcrawler, i agree though. I yeah. like... he's blue he has a tail he's from the circus <laughs> like, like I, know, I know that and I, he we hear that five thousand times <laughs> he loves tea <laughs> Yeah. Nightcrawler. Uh, he loves, he oh my loves God. Jesus. You know, there's yeah. a lot of dramatics. Yeah. He, I mean, he's always flirting with girls, but I always, he always strikes me as bisexual. So maybe well, Alan Cumming is bisexual. I thought he was just gay. No, Alan Cumming's bi. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. I just, okay, see, Mary, if this, I think everyone's gay, <laughs> well, Ryan, and that's you're just wrong. how this goes. Stop erasing bisexuality. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, isn't it. isn't Nightcrawler supposed to be bi in the comics too, and in a relationship with Wolverine? No, it's but not they never canon fully... yet. Well, I know they didn't oh, really do it. Oh my god. Okay, this is Maddie. This goes to like how most of the X Men are bi according oh to the writers. I know. But then, I just like, think I know that's Marvel one of your favorite like, ships, no. Ryan. So I just wanted to bring it up because I know Wolverine it's one of your and Nightcrawler is like amazing together. They're so cute together. Well, they get they don't I'll get enough pictures. screen time in this movie, but you know, mm. no, they don't. Anyway, doesn't matter. So mm. as far as we know, Nightcrawler is a bad guy. If we've never read the comics before and we're watching the scene, we're like, who's this right. scary blue man who is going way too far for mutant rights? Mm-hmm. Then we see Wolverine. He's off on his little quest by himself. Um, <laughs> at the end of <laughs> this whole thing's so stupid, honestly. It kind of is, is because he goes somewhere and he's like, I guess there's nothing here. And then, yeah. and then he like he leaves and around. also he's like... <laughs> Like, I mean, he doesn't have a car. Anything. He's just in the middle of the woods with no vehicle. Like, yeah, like how did he even get there? He just wolves. walked there, and he's like, I have a healing factor. I don't need to drive. I'm just going to walk to Alkali Lake. Uh, he biked there. He biked there oh, with Oh, right. Scott's he bike. took Scott's motorcycle. We did know that. Yeah. Because later he's, oh, that's right. he brings it back. There's like all that. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Well, he's too busy bonding with the wolves, I think. Yeah, there's like, literally a wolf, which... I, I think but th- there's that's a different animal from a wolverine. I know. And there's all this stuff in this movie about like Wolverine about being, being like an animal and everybody yeah. or at least Stryker keeps comparing him to an animal, which I was like Oh god. I don't... don't get me on started on Stryker. <laughs> we we have but... to. He's in the movie, right? <laughs> I know. I, I know, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So so um... Logan dramatically follows this wolf into <laughs> this enclosure. He's like my mom. <laughs> it's yeah. it's my mom, the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and the wolf is like, hi, It's Logan. Lyra. She's here. <laughs> it does look like Lyra. I thought of Lyra when I saw that yeah. wolf. Um, and so they, they walk into this sort of enclosure and there's a dam and it's like in this snowy mountains. Um, and I guess Logan, he kind of has the beginnings of like a flashback to his Weapon X procedure.
procedure, but nothing. It, it doesn't seem like there's anything here. This whole area seems this is abandoned. Like, yeah. This is like the first time of like the following eight times of the movie where we get to see Wolverine's like nightmare sequence. I know. There's oh a lot God. of flashbacks in this. Well, not only just this movie, but in all the movies. Yeah. And then and then we get a movie about it, and it's just it becomes a lot. It and does. then we get another movie where they find him there and let him go. I start to find that very exhausting. Like watching yeah. this movie, I didn't. It was still like okay. Yeah. But by the time we get to like 16 movies about Wolverine having yeah. a flashback to getting lowered into the water and getting his claws, I'm like, we yeah. get it. Like, just it's very, it's very Batman's parents, you know, by this yes. point, it's like, yeah, this is the source of his trauma. We get it. Well, also he like, he, he never grow. gets over it. And I feel like in the comics, they give him lots of other traumatic scenarios to never get over <laughs> besides the Weapon X thing. Like he's still hung yeah. up on that, but he has all these other things that are happening to him. But in the movies, they mostly just give him this one thing and he just yeah he just still keeps circling back to that anyway ryan you do know? you strongly Mo- disagree with us you mm-hmm. love it you mm-hmm. love seeing wolverine lowered into the water no i got mm-hmm. bored pretty bad. i i all my dads say we have to watch <laughs> oh this again all right you got bored immediately I, like, I, okay good i mean like it's just like you know i love wolverine and i love a damaged man that's like my go-to for a dude but like i just was like how many times <laughs> I are we watching this man <laughs> Yeah, you know. Well, and so uh, I, you know, it's a good backstory, but it's also like how many times? How damaged does he need to be? But at this point, with X two, I was still on board watching it as a kid. I was still like, "This is cool. Yeah. We're gonna get to find out about Wolverine's backstory," and we do later, kind of, sort of ish. Yeah, it's not correct, but whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's actually inaccurate. It does not match up with the canon. It doesn't, but it's oh, fine. Oh God, <laughs> it's like really bad though. What's, the, what's uh, well, the comic book version? Does he like fall into a vat of? Yeah, he, I mean, he, no, this isn't Batman, so it's not like a villain that just falls into like a pile of, of cats and becomes Catwoman. Right Woman. after he watched a movie with them. <laughs> oh yes. my god! And he falls no, into okay. a vat of I, the, the thing is, is that Weapon. I mean, the Weapon X thing is real. That's correct, mm-hmm. but it was not run by William Stryker. No. William Stryker, Stryker is what's has totally nothing. Different in this. He doesn't do any of this mm. stuff in the comics. William Stryker in the comic books is the leader of this group called the Purifiers, and they're a religious group that is quote-unquote purifying like non-holy creatures aka mutants off the world by killing and murdering them yeah. uh-huh. um, and that's his deal and some he has nothing to do with with weapon x at all he's just a completely fact, no, with, different villain with totally different political different motivations doctors that were involved with weapon x including dr cornelius yeah um, i would have expected and, dr cornelius and that other professor guy whose name i forget the, to well, be it, seems, the that, it seems weird to me to have uh dual goals of i want to experiment on mutants and use them for my own personal gain but also then I'm just gonna kill them yeah, all. Yeah. Okay, like, but see, what, you know who this does line work. up with? Yeah. yeah. If this would. Okay, I, I kept on saying this while I was watching the movie, and I, didn't, I don't know why I never thought about this before, but I'm like, was there a version of this script where William Stryker was just Mr. Sinister? Because all these things that Stryker <laughs> does are Mr. Sinister like yeah, things. They are. Mm. Like, Mr. You Sinister. Well, we I love do. him, but also Mr. Sinister is mm. mad into, like, genetic engineering, and, like, in the comics, he's usually mm. framed as, like, kind of a Nazi yeah, doctor and also, type. Like, and these people that, like, wrote this film went to the X Men the animated series, and so the first season was very, like, Magneto heavy because it was Magneto versus Xavier, and season two was all Mr. Sinister. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm. did they just do that and then they like threw in striker instead i'm not sure how they who got would you to guys, where they got who would you guys cast as mr sinister probably just ryan i don't even know me <laughs> there's a petition going right now 
I'd even start it for her, like, for Ryan to play Mr. Sinister. For me Sinister. to play Mr. Is, Sinister. Does it have like three signatures? Yes, it's from us <laughs> and like the three people who listen to our podcast. Um, great. Yeah, yeah great. it's great. It's great. Anyway, it's not Mr. Sinister. It's Stryker, and it may as well not be. Like, it, you can just pretend it's any character because it's it's not William Stryker from the comics. I mean, so but it's cares? hard to do because then in the following films they just bring Stryker back like eight t- yeah, more times. And I I'm love just when like, they bring him back for uh, like the newer he's, ones. Like, he's just young. like totally hot. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's getting hot. younger as the movies go on but like the time is progressing like it's been three decades and it's like the actors just getting younger well that's a problem with all the actors in those movies but we'll get to those anyway continuing Mm. on with the plot of this movie because we're only about two minutes in so (laughs) off to a good start all the ex-kids are going on a little field trip with storm and gene and cyclops and professor x at the museum Natural History we'll get Museum, a nice I guess. little, like, saber-toothed tiger mm-hmm. skeleton as a shout-out to Sabretooth. Not that he's in this movie, but yeah. No, he was supposed he's to dead. be, but... He's, isn't he dead in this canon? Doesn't he have, like, a Disney death where, like, something bad happens, but he could come back? He's, Magneto! Yeah. Mag- oh, he gets, he falls off the Statue of Liberty, Yeah, but he's he? Yeah, but he's got a... He has a healing factor, so it, it, it ah, doesn't... Okay. I, well, production note, uh, Sabretooth was supposed to be in this film and so was Toad and then they got cut like so there was like a whole scene where Nightcrawler and Toad were supposed to fight each other and Wolverine was supposed to fight Sabretooth again mm, but they mm. got but they were like there's too many characters in this I movie mean, there are. which yeah. is true like I can't even like fault that yeah, yeah I think they did the right thing there by only having Mystique and Magneto be the like sort of morally gray oh, anti-X-Men also, uh, mutants mm-hmm. Archangel was supposed to be in this instead of Deathstrike they had I mean, that wouldn't make any... Oh, the the hot lady Wolverine is is Deathstrike. Oh, oh, I have a lot of issues with her. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Yeah. me too. We all do. She's also not correct. (laughs) All right, let's let's go. Okay, so... Isn't okay, so it's like this kid that's sticking out his lizard tongue. Yes, okay, at so somebody. back to the museum. There's a kid who has yeah. a lizard tongue. I don't know who is that, that kid is. Supposed only to be. Okay, so Storm says Artie, and Artie doesn't have those powers. Artie has the power to create like holographic images of shit. I'm excited for Ryan like, to correct okay. every single character's powers and be like, um, excuse me, but Colossus can't do that with his powers. He can't. I don't actually have any problems with him, uh, you know. Whatever. Okay, that girl that was standing to the left, that's not her powers either. She has the powers to, like, project images out of her eyes. Wait, are you, are you serious? No, I'm just like... They don't being, name uh, any other yeah, children they don't. They don't. Scene. The other children could be That anyone. character Although, over there is clearly is supposed to be Sonic the Hedgehog, and it's not. I know, and Shadow the Hedgehog isn't even there. Anyway, meanwhile, <laughs> Bobby and Rogue and Pyro are chilling in the food court because I guess they've just snuck off away from the museum tour well, and first, they're just fucking first around. Gene, well, we, first Jean oh, has like right, a little She does out. have a little freak out. This is one of the yeah. many pre-Dark Phoenix moments where we kind yeah. of have a very brief conversation between her and Scott where she's like, oh, my powers haven't been working right. Yeah, and, Scott's like, you've been... he's like, I didn't want to say anything but uh, you've really been <laughs> like making the bedroom shake lately with all these Dark Phoenix nightmares. With your fucking... Yeah, <laughs> yeah with your fucking... That, that. Daryl, it, yeah. that was correct. Yeah. No... It's because of her. Her telekinetic powers are getting stronger, and she's and they're getting increasingly out of control. Yep. And Scott is concerned, and it's been this way since uh, their little face off with Magneto mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. she had to be use her powers a lot. Yeah. Right. Uh, I honestly, Gene, this iteration of Gene kind of annoys me. Like, I think Famke uh, Jansen. Yeah. Jansen. I think she does a great job, but she's always like. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh, <laughs> okay, and I'm like, but, I'm like, could you 
stop. I know. It's Marianne. The problem is that they went to the animated series, she's and like that's how she is in that. It's like, have you ever seen that supercut of Jean from the animated series just screaming and fainting? Yes. For like five that's minutes. like what she is so in this too. And also yeah. in the animated series, she's constantly saying like something bad is happening. I have a yeah. bad feeling. I know. And, and like, in this, she, she says this. it like fifty times, and I'm like, oh and my every god. Every time she's she like, does it, I was like, oh, they watched the animated series, and I wish they hadn't yeah. because like, <laughs> she just doesn't get enough to do in that show at all. And she's she's constantly yeah. like getting visions of things and then not revealing to people what they are and being yeah. like, I had a vision. I can't talk about it. And it's like important <laughs> plot details are revealed. But she yeah. won't well, there's, a, there's a piece in this later where G just walks in and they're like, what's happening? G just like lists off the entire plot of the movie in that moment. And I'm like, thanks for the exposition, G. Well, it's like when Glad they need her up. to advance the plot, she suddenly has the ability yeah. to use her powers. But when they want her to just say something ominous, she suddenly can't use her powers. And it's like, something's <laughs> wrong. It's... I just have a feeling. Yeah, yeah. Something's going yeah. on in the cafeteria. And like, actually nothing really was happening. This guy was asking for a light. And well, like, he Pyro's was picking just a like, fight with no. them. And so Jean probably yeah. could sense that this guy, this random guy in the cafeteria who's hitting on Rogue for, in like a re- weirdly aggro way. He's like coming yeah. up and being like, he just stares well, he at her man. tits. Yeah. And, and Bobby and Pyro are kind of being defensive of Rogue, which this, this didn't like read as very realistic teen behavior to me where I was like, why would no. these random guys be walking up to them and just picking a fight with them? But all right. Well, presumably they want, they asked for a light for a cigarette mm-hmm. and Pyro was like fucking with them with his little lighter. Yes. And they're like, come on, dude, stop being asshole. I feel like they would have just walked away. Yeah. Like they would just been, like, leave and like, try to find a lighter somewhere else. Like, why would they yeah. pick a fight with these guys? But for whatever reason, these two tough street guys are just like mm. we have leather jackets and we're gonna pick a fight with you and keep standing here yeah i, I guess they're also planning on smoking inside yeah. so well back I then i guess you could because it was 2003 no you couldn't no it, no, no it was that ended in like 1999 no. okay no <laughs> okay jesus <laughs> it's the law maddie you're right you're right i went to i went to florida recently and there are people smoking inside a bar it was weird Really? Yeah, I was like, this isn't allowed at all. I hope, I hope that you Mary use like, your fire powers to stop them because that's what fire yeah. does in this scene. That's what we do whenever somebody's smoking. We just like kill them. So once the guy gets right. his cigarette lit, Pyro uses this explosive display of his power by like blowing yeah. up the cigarette in the guy's face. And then and the yeah. guy catches on fire and then Bobby stands up and he's like, I got this. And he ices the guy. Yeah. So the fire goes out. Yeah. And then everyone's like, Oh, what the fuck is happening in our food court? <laughs> yeah, but then don't worry, Professor X is here to freeze literally every other person. I, you know what? He does this out of like, why does he have this ability? It's terrifying. And like, why is it okay? I mean, I think you're it's supposed okay. to think it's kind of scary because Professor yeah. X's powers are immense. And scary. in this movie, I know, but it's great that fucking like, all the kids are just standing there and they're like, oh, this is about normal. Well, but it's they a don't, cool like, don't even shot. React. I mean, it's spooky, but I actually thought yeah. this scene was kind of a cool way to demonstrate the extent of Professor yeah. X's powers. This isn't. This also isn't CG. The, no, that I read about how like all these people really had to still? freeze wow. for like a full hour. It was like crazy. Yeah, don't want to be extras. an extra on that day. No, <laughs> there's not enough money in the world. I mean, like if you watch some of them, like can't hold it, and you see them like sort of moving. A You're bit, right. It's very it's... unprofessional. It's shitty. Yeah, like, get it together, <laughs> yeah, extras right. in 2003. This is this gets one X out of five X's. Well, anyway. I think they really they. I don't think they really went in on, like, the inherent horror of this until, like, Logan. Yeah. And then, like, and then you see, like, Professor X's brain going haywire, like, 
what that does to surrounding yeah. people. Yeah. Although I think they kind of start to get at it in this movie. Yeah. But true. Yeah. True. I, I would say that Professor X, like the moral gray areas of his power is explored a lot more in the cartoons. And that's why we don't like him very much, because yeah. in that really version of him, he really oversteps his bounds frequently. I feel like even in this mm-hmm. film, I'm like more on Magneto's side for the most part. Well, I'm like, I always mm, am. Magneto's got some I, fair I always points. am more on Magneto's side, just in general. And, 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 and this is Ian McKellen Magneto, so he's also like super sassy. Yeah, I so I really like, enjoy mm. him. He's he's great. We haven't gotten to him yet, though. So wait, I also um, want to point out that Xavier's all like, "Don't show off," and I'm like, "What are you doing right yeah. now, Charles Xavier? <laughs> I what are you doing?" So much because I was like, "Well, he's only showing off for like the other X Men," but you're right; it is like a very ostentatious move. Yeah. But on the other he says, hand, next time you want to show off, to like don't. hustle them out of there because this is a situation where they could that all get their asses kicked, or the cops sh- could show up and try to kill them. Like, it's not a safe place to be showing your mutant powers in this day and age um no it's not and then when they disappear the guys are like shocked but like everyone just continues on like that's kind of normal well you can't go to the cops and be like people let me on fire and they put ice on me and then they disappear yeah like Like, what are you gonna say (laughs) (laughs) i mean i guess the cops would be like those fucking mutants i like want somebody to try doing that and see what happens (laughs) they probably would (laughs) for all we know the guys did go to the cops and do that I mean, yeah, they may have because maybe they were cops. They were. Yeah. Those guys became cops and then they die in a scene later with cops in it. Anyway, I guess I'll I guess I'll introduce this next scene with the president and then maybe we'll cut for spoilers after that, because this next scene is like the crux of the plot of the movie. Oh, because they see. Well, they see a news report. Yes. At the museum. Um, There's a news report starting. Is this the news report where Hank McCoy is there? Or no, that's no, that's later. That's, later. Okay. that's that's when Rebecca remains stabbing a dude in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, Never forget. You're right. I love no, that scene. I think there should be more movies like that. Honestly, just stab specifically more men in their Rebecca. Um, anyway, this is a different news report, and this is about the terrorist attack. And there's there's a quick yeah. little X mansion meeting where Professor X is like, I don't think that Magneto is orchestrating this from prison, so it's got to be somebody else. We've got some other new X villain we have to figure out about. Yeah, and Scott is like, I think it's Magneto. And you're like, shut up, Scott. <laughs> Sit down. Yeah, like, there's there's like, everyone's just like, about. no, Scott, you're wrong. <laughs> you're stupid. Oh, Scott, he's barely. In this movie, the poor dear. Um, yeah, and then I mean, the next movie, boy, <laughs> The next movie, he's great. He's in it the entire time, and it's great, and he's fine. Yeah, Everything goes fine. Well and that actually him. is the best movie of all the X Men films, and definitely not bad. All right. Anyway, so then we have William Stryker meeting up with the president at the White House, and also Senator Kelly, who we remember is really Mystique because Ooh. Senator Kelly is dead. He's dead. Well, if you, in case you forget, <laughs> Mystique keeps on like flashing her Mystique guys. I'm like, yeah. Mystique, you're giving your position she keeps, like, away. Staring Stop into that. the camera and like winking like, ostentatiously, and being like, "I'm Mystique." <laughs> 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 well, she's like, but she's not doing it anyway. She's kind of like turning to the camera. Yeah, she's not. And doing d- it. Yeah, I mean, it's literally to the audience. She's like <laughs> putting her fingers to her <laughs> mouth and being like, "Don't tell anyone." <laughs> I feel like I feel like it'd be more cool if like if she got frustrated or if she was shocked by something. Her eyes would kind of quickly I think that would be like cool that. yeah like flicker yeah. that'd be cool um, there's also a brief shot of Deathstrike in the waiting room cracking her knuckles elaborately and so she's kind yes. of presented we don't know she's a mutant right now but we probably suspect there's it something up like with metal. her yeah cause, yeah. cause her, she seems to have some sort of weird mutation where her hands are made of metal 
And so Stryker is having this whole meeting where he's talking about how he interrogated Magneto and he got the location uh-huh. of this mutant training zone in upstate New York. And it's the X mansion. We soon realize mm-hmm. and we know that it's not a training area. And Senator Kelly slash Mystique is like looking concerned and being like, are you sure we should be going to this place? It yeah. looks like well, it's just, she's a like, school. That's just a school. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, there's uh, yeah, a but jet under the basketball court. <laughs> and like, he says it like 10 jet. times. Yeah. He's just like, but what about the jet? The jet. Why is that jet here? <laughs> they have a plane and that means they're a military organization. Yeah. Maybe I do like, like that Mystique's like defending yeah. the X-Men. Though. Well, She's yeah. like, you don't need to go well, there. Well, because Mystique knows that this is a slippery slope and like mutant yeah. rights for everyone one are important even if she doesn't personally like the x-men i liked this right. portrayal of mystique so much because well, uh, yeah, yeah me she, too well and you see like later on like she's very protective of like little mutant babies mm-hmm, too mm-hmm. like she wants and the mutant so babies Magneto to be like radical level. and free like they they yeah. both want the mutants to be on their side their anti-human side but you're right. i'm always very sympathetic to them because you yeah. know fuck humans and they're, they're complex they're layered you know yeah yeah, like just like me when I'm a cake. <laughs> I do. I do really like. I I think this portrayal of Mystique is really really good. I do too. Much better and it's than so much the closer to portrayal. the comics version of her, where she's like kind of bad, kind of good, uses her sexuality in fun ways, and just yeah. also is a total badass. Like kills people, not afraid. Yeah, not yeah. afraid to just uh, straight up murder some people or stab a man in the butt. <laughs> like all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Mystique. But the Jennifer yeah. Lawrence Mystique is like uh, I don't know. Weird. Like, terrible. Doesn't but really. Like, she doesn't even really have consistent characterization like it's it's all over the place anywho well those movies aren't consistent also they're talking about here they're talking about magneto and having him in lockup and like mystique Vere obviously is like eric eric ledger also known as magneto and we're like okay okay mistake you may need to work on your acting a little bit um and so the president gives permission to striker to go and investigate the expansion the strike yes and he says enter you you can enter you can detain you can question um but they aren't supposed to kill anybody because the last thing we need to see is the body of a mutant kid on the six o'clock news which yeah i I think i mean i think politically it's very real in a lot of ways like i I know it's heightened and i was obviously thinking about that a lot yeah. Because obviously we're recording this in a time when yeah. kids are being yeah. imprisoned. I felt like a lot of this was relevant again. And it's just like one of those things where like the X-Men kind of like transgresses um, time. You know what I mean? Like this is like a, this movie's like 15 years old, but it like still works, which isn't I great like for didn't our work society. As well then. But like, like I feel that way yeah. about a lot of the animated series, too, where like in the animated series, there's a lot of like sort of neo-Nazi types who are like marching in the street attacking mutants and watching that stuff now. I'm like, this is real. This feels very yeah. pressing. Yeah, but like but in this particular I, in movie, there's like a lot I of thought this. I just just seemed like yeah. a fantasy, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, this was like a whole lot of like calling in people and families and like Terry, like, you know, imprisoning children which i was like wow this is like like legit what is happening right now yeah and i mean later in the movie when the kids are in prison and like some of the soldiers are questioning striker and being like should we be imprisoning kids he's like it's fine and like the government is completely okay with it i was i think at the time in 2003 i would be like that would never happen but you know anyway yeah well, well, I mean, and the, the theme of the movie is really about what you can justify to yourself when you other and dehumanize yes. the population of people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and sadly, yeah, that is a really uh, relevant thing today that's become increasingly relevant. Yeah. 
Um, anyway. And it's bad. It is sad. Um, and so yeah. there's just one more little brief altercation between Stryker and Senator Kelly slash Mystique in the hallway. Yeah, oh my god, this line. <laughs> like, Mystique's like, are you sure? Sh- uh, like, Mystique basically says, like, are you- it sounds like you're trying to start a war. Yes. And Stryker goes up to her and goes... Well, you were, I was, I was like, in uh, Vietnam driving helicopters in Nam while you were sucking on your mama's tit in Woodstock. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Take it down a notch. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Don't talk about to my... calm the fuck and then down. He's like painting Senator Kelly as like a total hippie, but Senator Kelly yeah. has only recently changed his mind on the mutant problem right. because Senator Kelly's only recently became a mutant, died, and got replaced by Mystique. So that's, yes. that'll really change your mind on things. Yeah. Honestly, if, if that's what we need to do to change I'm policy okay positions. With it. Guys, yeah. how do we get Mystique into the White House? <laughs> I don't know, but it needs to happen. It really does. Although she was also sitting here being like, can I arrange a time yes. to hang out with Magneto? Like, um, and I was like, hello. what is the problem here? Because she wants to let him go, you guys. Yeah, she I know that. I know, it, but, but like, I feel so like suspicious. she's just like being... <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, why is this person asking? Like, First, she knows can everything about Eric? Magneto. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, can I see Eric, my friend Eric? I mean, I've never met him before. <laughs> And I just want to like talk to him and do an interview. Yeah, and she's like, "I'm a senator. Don't worry about it. I definitely want to go see this like convicted criminal." Um, but if you think of it, like it's kind of weird that like a private contractor gets regular meetings yes. with like supposedly a prisoner of the federal. It is state, absolutely spooky. And then like a senator I mean, right. doesn't get to, but also real. Yeah, uh, so. that feels very yeah. real to me. That like this this yeah. guy, this just random guy, is given all of this governmental power for like his bizarre experiment and shit I, I'm right. just like yeah that, that feels real like a that thing checks. that would happen that anyway scans. I mean even Weapon yeah. X and stuff I'm like sure why not that seems legit yeah Anyway, uh, I guess I guess we'll cut for spoilers there. I could continue along if you guys want, but I I think uh, no, I think that's a good point for spoilers because it sets up the film. It sets up altogether. the larger thing. Uh, Magneto's still in prison. We know that William Stryker is our new villain and that he's coming after the X Men from this sort of conservative anti mutant guys. Although we don't know everything about it yet, mm. the X Men are all kind of divided up right now with Wolverine like running around by himself and. Everybody else, you know, figuring Bobby out what they're trying to fuck. Yeah, Bobby and Rogue oh are trying my to fuck. God. And will they, won't it's like they? So, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of my sad favorite. how Rob, <laughs> my... Bobby is gay. So it's like, why are you wasting your time, yeah. girl? But, you know, he doesn't know yet. I mean... I don't know. I think that's why it's like Bobby's gay and like it's like she can beard him. They could be like, oh well, well we, we just can't, can't have sex touch or kiss. Each other. We can't touch each other, so we just have to be really close. My favorite, my favorite is, is like literally like Wolverine gets home. He's like, hey guys, and like, that's the next hey. scene, which we can go. Uh, over no, I know, I know. Want. Oh my god! But Rogue is like, hey, this is my boyfriend. Wolverine's like, oh okay. And he's like, so how do you guys fuck? Like, that's literally. <laughs> I know that was like the first question out of Logan's mouth. Wildly inappropriate. And I, love it. I mean, I feel like that's the dark side. Of this movie is that you I can't watch this and not think about Brian Singer and like the allegations of yeah. him being inappropriate to teenagers because yeah. Yeah. there are so many situations in this movie where Rogue and Bobby are like, like that's sexualized still happening. and like put in sexual yeah. situations and it's like and they're placed alongside these adults as though everyone is like on equal territory and periodically the movie will be like oh you two aren't old enough to be here but you kind of are ish and it's it's just like yeah. a weird mental place for the movie to be in and the situation between logan and rogue again i said this on the x-men app but like i shipped them when i was a teenage girl because i was like oh this is so romantic i love the idea yeah me too of but like as an adult i'm like rogue. this is so but as an adult i'm like 
oh, she has a crush on him. And like, I don't, at least I don't feel like Hugh Jackman is acting like he's interested. No. But the no. fact that that's even yeah, Hugh Jackman's hinted like, at is... I wonder if they were like telling Hugh Jackman to be sort of interested and he was like, no, that's weird. I don't know. I'm very curious <laughs> no, about dude. that. We'll probably never know. But it, I at least like that the movie wasn't showing us that. And I think as a teenage girl, I like imagined that he was interested in her, but it's not in the film, yeah. you know? I think as a teenage girl, I was like, oh, like, okay. Yeah. Like I was, and, but now I'm like, oh. Yeah, because he's oh like way older to... than her. Like way yeah. older, like Edward Cullen older than her. But I think, yeah, but I think like if you, like a, a teenage girl having a crush on an older man, yeah, that's that part's fine. But it's but... also weird because they also pose it as like, oh, here's your like older brother figure that you also have a crush on. Well, that's also, normal though. What's weird, I think. What's weird about it, I think, is that this scene between Bobby and Logan is Bobby treating Logan like a sexual threat, and that's yeah, like played for he, laughs. He ices his hands. Yes. Oh my god, I know. And I was like, why is this even? Why is the movie even acting like that would be? A I don't thing? know. I don't know. And like, also, Colossus is in the corner drawing a picture of them like making Dying. out, and I'm like, what is going <laughs> I on? <laughs> my my favorite is that the school population is like mostly children, and then one beefy dude just like. Yeah, yeah like Colossus where I don't know like he's clearly also probably a teacher there but I like know. I don't know how old he's, he's supposed a student. to be I think he's supposed to be a teenager I mean I don't know how the I, you know, I gotta say that I do like that all the extra mutants were this is the only movie that does this but like all the extra mutants are actual characters which I thought was kind of a nice touch yeah. because like that makes sense to me they have the and so it would make sense that they have yeah. the one they have Kitty Pryde there again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so it's just that's cool but yeah. it is weird that like this dude's like clearly like twenty five or something, <laughs> and, and he's like, and, like built to hell. I know, and just, I like, know he's like, I'm he's like, out I'm with a my fresh man. He's like a, a bodybuilder is just randomly walking around. But you know what? If Colossus yeah. were there, that's basically what it would be like. So it's fine. That's true. He wouldn't be though. He'd be in Mother Russia. He shouldn't be there at all. What's he doing there? Yeah, he doesn't. He's not even Russian in this. He's just like, I can help you. Yeah, he doesn't even have an accent. They don't even try anyway. No. Well, neither does Storm because Storm. I guess we're doing the scene now because then Storm comes down because like Logan's coming. I know home we and, may like, as well Rogue's go over all, the like... scene because we're already going over the <laughs> so, scene. Like, so okay, Bobby right, so tries to kiss Rogue, but Rogue won't let him kiss her, and that's yeah, when Colossus is drawing like, the die. photo, drawing the picture of them kissing and like snickering about them. But Rogue doesn't want to kiss anybody, and then she overhears. And the picture Bobby is like all shocked yeah, and like dying. Yeah, and, yes, and then Rogue overhears somebody coming in and somehow knows Ooh. it's Logan. Logan, I guess. Well, I think it's I think it's the motorcycle oh, noise. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, and so she runs I downstairs, am. so excited to see Logan, and Bobby like walks up and he's like, "Hey, I'm her boyfriend. Get the fuck out!" And Logan is like, "Okay." And then Wolverine's immediately like, "Wait, you're her boyfriend? How are you guys fucking?" Yeah, he does ask like, that, Wolverine. which is very weird. And Bobby's well, like, "To people who haven't seen the movie, he doesn't say why. How do you guys? Fuck? He's like, he how says, does that work? How do you, or something? Yeah, how does that work? Yeah." And then yeah. Bobby kind of glances at Rogan and is like, "We're still working on it." But it's still like yeah. a weird question to ask them. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess, but it is Wolverine, and he is a very sexual dude sometimes. I guess, so, you but know, they're teenagers. I don't know. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Bobby shakes Logan's hand and, and freezes it and because he sees Logan as a threat. And then Storm walks downstairs wearing a really sexy shirt and she's like, hey, Logan, we need somebody to I babysit. Know. She's like, she's like <laughs> okay, I love this. She's just like walks out. She's like, hey, Logan, my hey, accent bitch. is gone. Yeah. Hey, bitch. She has the accent again in like one line in one scene. Like when she's talking to Nightcrawler later, she like randomly has an accent for one line. And I was like, what? What's happening? And then it was gone forever <laughs> for the entire rest no, of the movie. 
my god. They should have just let her not okay, this, have it ever again. By the way, the the following like scene is just literally every person walking up and like, good thing you're here, Logan, because we need a babysitter, which I think is funny that like it's they're also like, okay, like every we'll, single character. Wolverine can babysit. And I'm just also like, what was your plan if Wolverine wasn't here? They didn't have a plan. They're like, oh, thank goodness and another adult is here because we're all planning on leaving within the next five minutes. <laughs> um, but then also it's like every single female character walking down the stairs and like, I fucking Wolverine <laughs> quickly. Like first Rogue does it and then Storm does it kind of. Not e- that Cyclops then, does it. And we're well, like, first Jean does it. So Jean walks down the stairs and like, I will say the chemistry between Famke Jansen and Hugh Jackman yeah. is so incredible it's in great. this movie. It's so good. They're so I good. I did completely forget that the characters only knew each other for three days, which Ryan pointed out. But I... Mm. I know. Because, like, later I'm like, Wolverine's screaming about, like, and Gina. How he I'm loves like, her. you've known her like, for, like, three you seconds. you know her. But, in, you know, in the comics, they would have known each other for way longer. But in this yeah, canon, right. they but don't. But he's, like, dreamed about her when he's wandering around with wolves mm-hmm, in the woods. Mm-hmm. He's Jerking just directing it to, it to G. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> but I buy it because the actors just, they have such a sexual electricity when they look at each other. Yeah. And I don't know. Me and me and Hugh Jackman are like that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so then Scott shows up and is like, hey, you took my motorcycle hey, and my woman and I'm Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. No one listens to me. <laughs> I'm not going to be in Wolver- the entire rest of the movie. I'm going to get kidnapped and then disappear for two hours. I got to say that I do like that the people who get kidnapped in this aren't women at all. It's like I did enjoy all that. the dudes. Yeah, it's yeah. So Xavier great. and Scott get kidnapped and the women get more to do in this movie than in the previous one, yeah. which is This nice. is like the last time that happens in the X-Films. I know. Films, After but, this, know. it's all over for them. But at the time, we were, we were making some uh, emotions on that but I also like how Storm is in the middle of this she's just like um I'm gonna go like she just <laughs> says that she's like see ya I'm gonna bounce yeah <laughs> I enjoyed it but I also really just liked this fun scene where like Scott and Jean and Wolverine have their classic love triangle because even though it's dumb yes. I enjoy them and I feel like it's very like in character to the comics and the actors are good so I don't know yeah. I think the actors are doing a, yep. a fun job here with I, that I think yeah. all the actors I remember not liking Hallie as Storm, and I do feel like there could have been a better choice, but I was watching this movie, I'm like, nah, she's fine. I liked her in this movie, actually. She gets more to do. I can't remember how she does in the other movies, but in X2, I think she's doing pretty well with Storm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm proud of her. And then I love the scene where, like, fucking Wolverine is like, your fucking motorcycle tank's empty, and he throws the keys at Scott's, like, then fill her up, asshole. (laughs) And then they, like, stare at each other, and then they, like, bounce in the closet and fuck. Yeah. As soon as Wolverine finishes up filling his tank, then... (laughs) Oh, shit! (laughs) Anyway, I guess we'll cut for spoilers there, which we keep not doing, but, um, (laughs) I really enjoy this movie. Do, Do we all recommend it? I think it's pretty obvious... That I do. I think it's still really fun and, and I, yeah, exciting. I thought it held up. I was like, I, I mean, we could talk about it at the end of the movie, but I do feel like this movie holds up over, the, I don't know, like any of the extra films. Like, I feel like this is a well-paced movie. Yeah, it does it's really it fun. I thought the do. action scenes were super fun to watch. I really enjoyed like Mystique high kicking men in the throat and even yeah, and they really had like scenes. a bigger budget, but they didn't like waste that budget. And like, you know, like when you get a sequel to something you're like oh you're getting a sequel and you can make another movie the sequel is just like like just ex- more explosions more yeah. cgi it's like it's just like out of control i feel like they took the money that they had and actually invested it wisely in terms of like how they were gonna like 
map out the film mm-hmm. instead I of just like making it bigger it and better. In finding really good actors to play each of the characters that they wanted to add, rather than like a bunch of CG explosions and stuff. There's not a ton of that. Or in also, this. like you know, they did. A, there's a lot of fight choreography in this, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Some of it doesn't look like real fighting, but it is definitely like they spent a lot of time like doing their own stunts. They had a room full of people frozen. I feel like they still invested in like real shit, if that makes any sense. Like less like CGI, more like practical the CGI is there, fights but like, as opposed to like big action yeah. set pieces, like a building or exploding like script or writers that could like do the like research and fix the script. Because I know that there were earlier versions of the script that. Like I guess the the film was originally about the legacy virus, and like they scrapped that and did this instead. Hmm. But like, which again, Mister Sinister. But like, I do feel like they invested in better scriptwriters, better like cinematographers. I just feel like they like a good head DP. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I still thought it was really fun to watch. There wasn't any CG stuff that really stuck out to me. Mostly, I just enjoyed the film and remembered having seen it a billion times. Okay. What do you mm. think, Mary Ellen? Because Mary Ellen, you're like, I mean, you're a, you're an X Men fan, but like not like we are, where we're like mm. X Men are you should die in a, in a fire, you know, like so. <laughs> no one is saying that. <laughs> I've never told anyone to die in a fire over X Men. Uh, no, but Pyro did once, so <laughs> that's true. Great point. Uh, no, I yep. like it. I I think it. I think a lot of it holds up. Um, I think it's it's cool to see a superhero movie that goes in so much on characterization mm-hmm. uh, and really looks at, okay, if we threw all these characters together, who would align with who? Yeah. Um, how would these interactions go down? And even if they dedicate just like a moment or two to those interactions, I think it's, it's really well thought out and almost like, I, I think there's something that could be learned from this movie when you're looking at things like Avengers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I and, think, yeah. I think those, this like, movie probably movies. did influence Civil War and like some of the better ensemble action yeah. movies because it was like the first of its kind. <laughs> like, yeah. it was a huge deal at the time. And the fact that it right. still holds up and is fun to watch is pretty impressive. Yeah. They do a really good job orchestrating these characters and like, still making the movie uh, like it's also still funny the like, i still time. think magneto's yeah. lines are like laugh out loud funny like i laughed okay at some i of definitely them. think that maybe ian mckellen was improvising a bunch of stuff in this because like there's a line later where he's like commenting on like gene and cyclops's relationship and i'm like that's just totally ian mckellen <laughs> oh, the like, one where he's like this is one shit. lover's quarrel i don't want to get in the middle of that line yeah, <laughs> yeah i enjoyed that but he's also just like really gaying it up and i enjoy yeah. i know that's not necessarily what like, magneto even for like Xavier in this, comics, he keeps on like coming at Xavier and be like, hello, my friend. I know. I love them. I love them. I know. They're great. Um, should we move forward? Yeah, sure. Okay. Should, it's time to spoil the movie. Can a movie really be spoiled? Does knowing the plot really ruin a movie? It's sort of a philosophical question. We can't answer that for you. Just figure out what you want to do. But if you don't want to know the plot, turn this off. Right now. Woo! Uh, <gasps> hold on, I scrolled. Where the fuck are we? Okay. Uh, well, now we're going to go see Magneto in his plastic prison, which is 
Oh yeah, a very cool. This is like prison. <laughs> okay, with this <laughs> the, hit, the hit song from 2003, Plastic Prison. <laughs> I'm in a plastic prison. A plastic prison. Yeah, and this is also the first time that we still see William Stryker using this mysterious truth serum mm. stuff that he has. Where yeah, we, I don't understand how any of this works, but I'm just I don't really either. It's kind of mystical I guess, science I guess fiction. He, he harvests it from his son's brain yeah. and then puts it into the spinal. Column but why would it, why would people. Jason Stryker's powers, which are the powers of illusions, have anything to do with creating a truth serum? That doesn't really Listen. check out. No, it's not a truth serum. It's like a compliance right, serum. Yeah, but it does make I, it does make Magneto do something that you would think Magneto would never do. Which I mean, prior to now, we're already I was already confused about why he would be revealing the X Mansion location you're like right. why would eric do that he wouldn't do that even though he doesn't like the x-men he wouldn't give it up right. to some government guy um government funded guy but now we're seeing why and it's because mm-hmm. magneto's being tortured basically in this prison. it's like i i watched this scene and i was like this is too real right know, now because basically magneto sad. like he didn't even do anything he was like how are you doing and the guy's like fuck you and then yeah, like just, Magneto just like yeah i know he just like looks he like turns a little bit and they just start beating the shit out of him i'm well, like this is, I think this it, is too it's real it's an alarming thing to see a character that we that's been established as so powerful yes um, suddenly kind of reduced yeah he's like a, he looks like an old man who's just being beaten and it's just like jesus yeah. it's really horrible yeah, but yeah. it makes it all the more validating when Magneto finally gets to use his powers yeah. again. He has his hero moment. Yeah, yeah, but but that's not for a while. And for the moment, we're definitely being trained to hate this prison guard guy who hates yes. mutants and will deserve his comeuppance later because he's just yes. beating the shit out of Magneto and Stryker is yeah. dribbling this serum on Magneto's neck, which... It, yeah, people have like a scab on the back of their neck yes. and it's then... Like- and then he like Strange. I guess yeah. because it's like the stuff is going into your spinal column or brain yeah. and so and it like seems like some sort of acid that's like eating into your skin and it makes you compliant yeah. and again this is like a Mr. Sinister feels, thing like yeah. just putting <laughs> like you just like put a little bug on them and they just get absorbed into the skin and yeah, like that's it I mean it. if any Ew. character is known for brainwashing people which it's, it's Mr. Mr. Sinister. Sinister it's not Striker at all but yeah he seems Mr. Sinister seems really like fetishy he is he's, he's I mean, like He's yeah. like a big old gay queen. I mean, he's he's uh-huh. super into like tying people like, up and brainwashing <laughs> Marianne, them. Marion, we just had watched like his like big moment in the in the animated series, and he gets like a whole he like just ties entourage everybody of boys to the wall and flirts with them. <laughs> he ties everyone to the, bo- the wall, and he's got like these five guys who are dressed like super androgynously behind him, and they're all fighting for his affection. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh-huh. His, his henchmen are called the Nasty Boys, and they're like a wonderful <laughs> gay boy band. I think you've told me that the Nasty Boys. <laughs> So good. Oh my god, I love it's it. So I really wish. I'm so mad. We, I'm mad we haven't gotten a movie called The Nasty Me too. Boys. I'm just mad that they like aren't around. I, just, I wish they were their own boy I've, band, honestly, like The Nasty Boys. Like after they reboot X Men for the billionth time, prison. maybe we'll get a Mr. Sinister <laughs> Nasty Boys movie. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, The Nasty Boys' is fr- hit signal is a uh, Plastic Prison, <laughs> featuring Mary Ellen. Oh my god, what? Okay, so that's that scene. <laughs> Moving on, back to the. Yeah, oh, oh, we see we see yeah we see the impact of like he gets all he gets silvery things in his eyes yeah oh yeah that's right he that's gets, an important thing to mention is that when they're possessed they have silver yeah. eyes and then he's like i want you to tell me everything you know about this fucking place and eric's like 
fine. And then suck my oh, dick. All right, yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's very fanficy. Yeah, you know, yeah. brainwashing. Everybody's very fanficy. And if it was Mr. Sinister, that. that's the way it would mm, go. So, I know. canonically. I know. Um, so, anyway, back to the X Mansion. Uh, Xavier is. Wait, this whole scene is like ridiculous <laughs> i couldn't stop laughing because like wolverine walks into cerebro and cigar. xavier's in there xavier yeah. is trying to find nightcrawler because he wants to right, find xavier straight up was like president. you better put out that cigar else i'm gonna brainwash you bitch and i was like what the fuck dude <laughs> I'll that's make, so I'll extreme. make you think you're a little girl for the rest of your life yeah and wolverine is like really and he's like i'd have gene braid your hair and then logan like and genuinely Wolverine's has like, this moment of reflecting like whether or not he'd be into that yeah exactly he's like do i want that or not though and then he like, kind of like looks in his cigar and puts it out on his hand and then like moans sexually i was like all right <laughs> but i will say despite being a weird scene what it does is is set up for new audiences that he has a healing factor yes it does and also this scene sets up another important thing for the rest of the so movie which is that Z- xavier has the power to find every mutant in the world and if yes. he concentrates too hard on them he can kill They'll all die. of them <laughs> literally all of them at once also, I, okay this is unrelated to what you're saying but like wolverine's just standing behind him repeating being like i went to canada nothing was there <laughs> xavier's like i've searched all over for nightcrawler and i can't find him and, and logan's and like logan's back like, to me i went to this lake <laughs> I, I, looked went, at a lake. I, I, I looked at the wall and nothing was there and xavier's like if i could just pinpoint the signal of nightcrawler and i was like I actually enjoyed all of this. It felt very in character yeah. to me, like both of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed it. I like I like Patrick Stewart's. Uh, I do too. Xavier. I do too. I think he's. I I think he's nice. I mean, he's too powerful, but but for, that's for the guy, tension of Xavier is that he's like he's yeah. trying to do the right thing, but he has he has these powers that are sort of inherently immoral. And I mean, they don't really start yeah. getting into that until X three with like Gene and stuff. And right. it's kind of too little too late at that point. Cause all of that has already been introduced in the comics. Like him sort of overreaching and also, his bounds. Somebody who is like not afraid to manipulate mm-hmm. people. He's in like, the I comics, don't care. He's well, definitely not afraid does... to manipulate people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's funny because like in the comic books, like Magneto is always posed as sort of like the opposing force, but that doesn't make him a villain. Just like in yeah, the movies, course. because yeah. he's, he's just a different voice. But Xavier has gone full on supervillain before, mm-hmm. so like I don't know. We, we I feel like I don't actually like Xavier in these movies either. However, Patrick Stewart is so charming that it's hard to not like him. I think it, it like helps him. explain why other people like Xavier to have him be played by an actor who's humanizing him in such a great way. So you sort of understand why people follow him and like why they Imagine like him. Imagine if he was played by something, somebody like really creepy. <laughs> like Jeffrey Tambor or something. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Christian Bale. <laughs> oh God. That would be really weird. <laughs> like a weirdly young Xavier. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I do, I do actually like Xavier's behavior at the end of this scene, which is sort of out of character for his comic book iteration. But for this version is fine where Logan really wants Xavier to read his mind again and like help him find out the truth of what happened and Xavier refuses to do it and he says sometimes the mind needs to discover things for itself yeah he's like your mind is in a fucking box I could just reach in and grab some shit from it's like it's like a fucking bee's nest and I don't want to deal with your bees right now and then he leaves (laughs) it's just funny because in the comics and animated series Xavier would be like yeah sure let's pop open that box and just fuck the fuck around and like I don't care if you're gonna be mentally damaged from it because personally I I want to see what's in there and like in this version he's actually respectful and he's like no that's good you need to figure that yeah. out for yourself and no actually neuroscience is complicated yeah 
and like psychology yeah, is complicated much. and trauma yeah. and like just suddenly exposing you to your trauma might be bad for you so i'm not gonna mm. do it yeah yeah i don't know I, it's, it's great I, we should mention that xavier did find nightcrawler eventually yes yes he's like this. oh he's in boston yeah yeah and he also is like foreshadowing that nightcrawler has the powers he has where he's like his movements are so erratic and it's like yeah we know he's a teleporter Oh, yeah, we just watched it happen. Back, Thanks, Xavier. Back in the day, um, this improv group from, You had teleportation powers? <laughs> I, had, I had teleportation powers. This improv group from uh, one, of my old, one of my old schools, Emerson, uh, they did a video parody of the trailer for X2. And it, <laughs> oh, was a, no. and it was about Wolverine discovering a secret past as a Broadway star. <gasps> Uh, and so, oh they, my god, they that's amazing! In, right, and so, and I just remember, like, I watched it a bunch of times. It was funny, and I remember the line where he's like, "His movements are increasingly erratic." It was like Hugh Jackman like <laughs> dancing around a stage. Amazing, <laughs> really perfect. Good. Wait, yes, I think anyway. I've seen, I think I've seen like that YouTube. video as well because it that's was it like went viral for a while. Was the improv group Chocolate Cake City? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so wait. Then Xavier turns around, right, and he goes. We need somebody to babysit. Hey, and I'm yeah, just like, like, once again, a character is like, somebody needs to babysit and it's going to be Wolverine. It's like the number of characters who tell Wolverine that he suddenly has to babysit is very funny. It's like somebody thought that was such a funny line and they just keep putting it in. Anyway, because he and Scott, Xavier and Scott are going to go visit an old But friend. it's weird because Wolverine loves watching the babies. I know. He's That's a great true. babysitter and he's yeah. in yeah, comics I mean, as well. So Yeah, Wolverine fine. is like canonically somebody who likes kids and he likes, I mean, he, he's all gruff. He's like, oh, I don't want to deal with kids. Like but He's like, Except I like I want them to be a father figure to all of them. <laughs> it's cute, especially though. the yeah. girls. I want to train them to be as cool as me. Actually, you don't really see Wolverine have like relationships with like like, like young, teenage like, boys because usually he has Jubilee as his sidekick. But and in this, Jubilee in is movies, in this she movie. doesn't exist. No, she's in there's, it. Yeah, there's like one random yeah, girl. I, I, like, it's her. annoying. Well, it's they like, say, and they it doesn't. Um, Storm says Jubilee. Yeah, she's like Jubilee, and Jubilee's like Star, but that's yeah. the last line she has. Yeah, <laughs> and then they Better never do. Remember how he got really fucked over in that new movie where he didn't get to do shit, and she's like, "Yeah." Oh and she's my god! Like, Don't give me actress. The- We're not even now. there yet. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking apocalypse is stupid. Yes, I know. Remember when they covered Oscar Isaac's beautiful face? Why did they <laughs> let any of that happen? We're not. That's not the show. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get there in like three years. From so now. Scott and Xavier are gonna go visit Magneto and. Gene and Storm are going to take the X-Jet to go find Nightcrawler, which I thought mm-hmm. was cool. I thought it was cool that Gene yeah. and Storm got to go do that together. It was like yeah. in character for them to actually yeah. fucking also, do something. Also, Storm is like yeah. the second in command of the X-Men. They go, well, not they second They don't specify command. that in this movie, but in no, the comics, but like in the comic book, she fluctuates X-Men. between like Cyclops will be a leader and then it's Storm. And I feel like Storm gets to <laughs> rise this, up in, in this. In these movies, like everyone's like, "Shut the fuck up, Scott!" Like no one cares about Scott. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Like I even the first like movie, it. they're like, "God, you're so annoying. Stop whining, Scott." He's like, "But nobody's listening to me. I can't even see." And so, like, <laughs> I think it's Magneto. Shut the fuck up, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares what you say, one-eyed. <laughs> It's kind of amazing. But uh, so Storm is basically the leader of the X-Men in this. Like she flies yeah. the jet. She calls the shots. They don't literally say that, but I appreciated it. But and I was like, I, yeah, yeah I do too. this is going to be is a only- version of the X-Men where Storm is the leader, a.k.a. the best comics ever. I know. Seriously. And it's cool that like Storm and Jean have like a friendship like interaction where they're like, yeah, oh, let's go get this guy. You know, mm-hmm. I like well, it. Also, like, it's nice to see them as friends and like, yeah. just like they- it doesn't need to be weird. They're, they're just hanging out. It and doesn't like- need to be weird. Well, you guys. I mean, it's not like they're competing over a man or something. Like, it's yeah. good that this scene is here. I think it helps. I think the movie passes the Bechdel test because of yeah. this. 
It'd be cool if, like, the whole, like, at the end of the movie, Strom's like, I gotta go check in my girlfriend. And everyone's like, what? And she has, she has, like, super hot babe girlfriend. She's just, like, living her life. Yeah. I mean, if it was, like, in the comic head, book that Rogue, I would have, like, you. if it was correct, I would be all about Rogue and Storm, but they're two different ages yeah, in this, I know. so. Yeah. They can't, we can't ship all the characters we normally ship, because everybody's, like, like, randomly, Brian Singer made half the cast under 18. Why'd you do that, yeah. man? I don't yeah. know. Brian Sin- that's because like that's who Brian Sinner hangs out with and it's Ooh, a problem. Oh yeah. Okay, so Gene Fuck and Storm him. enter <laughs> this cool, spooky, abandoned church and they both Wait, have to on. use their powers. Are we skipping a scene somewhere? Oh, we might be. There's there's cutting there's cross cutting back and forth between Gene and Storm's scene and this scene. No, but with I thought there's Senator like a scene Kelly. like that important scene here where Mystique like yeah. is Senator Kelly and sneaks into like somebody's yes. base Those, and, like these two scenes happen simultaneously but yeah let's let's talk about the senator kelly one so okay so obviously senator kelly is mystique and then mm-hmm. mystique turns into death strike and sneaks into this office i wasn't actually sure where this office is but i guess it's striker's yeah. random office yeah i guess i don't know where they're maybe they're in the white house again no it's, they don't have offices for like random contractors in the white house no That's but true. it's not far from there because no. it's like senator kelly at first and then like maybe it's mystique like walking down a hallway yeah maybe it's got to be it's got to be the pentagon I mean, it could be that really far away and mystique just like Literally transformed just, like, into a helicopter a really no yeah. i was gonna say like she transformed <laughs> into a jet and flew there well they don't show that if it happens <laughs> can she transform into a jet no but i wish she would i don't like, think why, so could, no. why can't never she i don't she's know trying, she doesn't i think there's like issues with volume like she doesn't turn into like a mouse or anything like she doesn't really mm. use that's her true she that. transformed into a, a replica of the statue of liberty so that's true but, but that's that was still, a like, roughly humanoid. human-sized replica yeah well can she be a human-sized jet Maybe. Oh, that's that's a good point. Maybe Marianne. she could be like a pterodactyl, like a small pterodactyl. <laughs> that's the first thing I would try. I'd be like, all right, I gotta, I gotta see if this works. For some reason, she never <laughs> oh, really no, no. does see, that. See, if I had shape shifting yeah. powers, I want to see. I would want to see if I could turn into like an air conditioner just to fuck with people, and then yeah, I would and reenact. Then, like, leap the, out. <laughs> no, because then I would reenact the air conditioner from fucking Brave, Brave Little, Little Toaster. Toaster? <laughs> what? Why did I know you were gonna refer to that? Oh, because, because I'm I know fucking you, obsessed with that and movie. You tell the same right. sixteen jokes over and over. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, called out, but you know what? Mm. She's not wrong, so. We've made fun of that air conditioner scene for, like, I don't know, 20 years. Anyway. I um, think Marilyn also has made fun of that, haven't you? Like, I don't know. I have lots of jokes. (laughs) That's true. Marilyn's like, I'm actually talented, you guys. All my jokes are are the Sufjan Stevens joke. Michael Shannon Um, jokes. They're just jokes about different men that you're obsessed (laughs) 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 I don't know why I'm just roasting both of you. Anyway, Mystique is um, logging into, I guess, Lady Deathstrike's computer? I don't know whose computer. A computer at Striker's lab. I think. Yeah. And oh no, it's it's Striker's, it's Striker's computer because she, she disguises her voice. The voice. Yeah. It's so cool. God, I love Mystique it's so really much. Cool. She's I, so really good in it. Well, and I, I what I really like is is they're very clever about using mutant powers in really subtle ways. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's just cool to see her like that voice coming out of her mouth and just like a very like it, she's it's it's very I don't know like throwaway. I um, yeah, but I like how I just love how ostentatiously feminine she is as well because like every yeah. time an actor imitates being Mystique, oh. they they my God! I love yes. that though. I love that every actor has a chance to be mystique it's in these so movies, fun. and they, uh, yeah. they all have to whoever, be sexy when they walk. They all have to be a femme fatale, and it's like yeah. each of the actors gets to like have because a chance like, even to the do guy it. that's playing Senator Kelly is like strutting across the and courtyard. The actor, I remember he did interviews talking about how much he loved doing it and how fun it was. 
to get Which to the mystique. The actor who was Senator Kelly, I don't remember his actual okay. name. Whoever, but... whoever plays Stryker is like he gets some really fun moments. He does. End. It's really good. Oh my I god. I enjoy it a lot. Anyway, so Mystique is just has her legs crossed all sexily while she's like hacking into the computer and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's good. Casual. Um, yeah, I like. She's, she's hovering just like a over Remy Lebeau's name. She's she's yeah. like Gambit isn't in this movie, but he will be later. Maybe, maybe well, not. Okay. Who knows? You, you know what's funny is that he was supposed to have a bunch of cameos in this movie that was going to lead into him being in X Men Three. They were going to set it up, and then they my friend did. my friend has a grandma who owns a milkshake shop called Lebeau's. Anyway, <laughs> okay, we should go there. I want to see if Gambit works. Right. It's maybe actually that's where Gambit, Gambit. It's Gambit themed. Well, that would be really fun. <laughs> it's just like red and black and they, cards they everywhere. They throw the shakes at you, just in your face. <laughs> They explode as soon yeah. as they hit you. So yeah. and she's trying to find out information about like the X Mansion takedown, but she ends up stumbling across all these plans for a new Cerebro, and mm-hmm. so she like prints out all the information. Yeah, that she I can love. Find. Okay, I love that she had to print it I up know. because that was that's how you did it. Then as you couldn't like put now, it on a USB be using, drive like, a flash or anything. Drive, yeah, but she has to literally print them out and find a way to take the papers with her. Mm-hmm. And the way yeah. that she does it, like meanwhile, we're seeing like Deathstrike like, coming we back get why in. That's happening, but I can imagine somebody younger than us being like why is she printing this shit out well, like you there's know no other way to get the data like she has yeah, to right? put it on paper so Deathstrike is like coming back to her offices and we're like cross-cutting between mystique trying to print out all these pages and then she like manages to transform into the janitor before yeah and like yeah. throws all the fucking papers in a trash can which is yeah. clever i was like yes. i thought that was smart thinking. too I, it took me a while to understand that's what was happening it, it was couldn't like she conceivably transform the papers paper. into like an item of clothes, like a hat and wear no. it out. I don't think she can, so. Well, she can't she transform, she can transform That's just her body. Like the but clothes she can transform that she's wearing. into clothes. Yes, but she can't well, yeah. transform other things. Do you mm. see what I'm saying? She can like transform she, her body no. into something that looks like clothes. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really i want to really i want to know about the jet is what i'm really curious I, well really about. Okay, why well, didn't yeah, she transform into a jet because that put the papers into the tiny jet and just flown down the hallway that's that's actually happening idea. in x-men dark phoenix she's gonna become of, a jet like, finally i love the idea of the lady like like death strike sitting down and like why is there a small jet and then the jet's just like flies away no the jet still has the same slow. line though and it's like he's like garbage and like leaves yeah, yeah. like the jet still speaks in spanish Basura. initially yeah, yeah. Uh, test like well fuck that i don't even care that yeah. was too fucking weird well, like, weird why, day. why do they have spanish-speaking jets in the office that are they size of humans I don't know. It's a really oh, strange situation. Oh so yeah. if Mystique turned into a jet, would she still have to like put fuel inside of her? Like, how would the mechanics uh, of this work at all? I'm pretty pl- sure, the, like, the food in her stomach would be the fuel. Okay, that makes That's no sense. True. <laughs> That's too far. That's a bridge too far for me. Well, how I know. Goes like, into shit? like a, a rock or whatever. Yeah. Why isn't there just a huge rock? <laughs> <laughs> in the office and then the rock like rolls away and he's like also carrying a bunch of papers rock beats oh, paper beats rock yeah there's this funny scene where the janitor like sees the copy of himself yeah. walking away it's good um, and that and will probably haunt that him for the rest yeah, of his life he's probably gonna be terrified for the rest of his life yeah. about that spooky Poor thing guy. that happened oh yeah. well you know he'll live okay so mm. then back to Gene and Storm at the spooky church 
and yes. Storm is she sees that there's one candle lit and they're like they keep hearing Nightcrawler like bamfing around the church it's and, a like, votive, it's a votive candle so he's made yeah. he's put, he made a prayer yeah oh is that what's happening I don't know anything yeah about it's not it's not I'm like sorry. The, so when the the candles that are like lined up like that those are ones that you go in and you light one to to make a prayer and usually you give like a donation to the church too Right. Although oh, in this okay. case, I assume he lit the candle because he feels like he sinned by yes. participating in the assassination. So he's assassination. probably praying for like forgiveness or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and so Kurt is is flipping all around, and they both have to <laughs> use their powers. And I really like these like, lines where Gene is like, "So are you bored yet?" Like they try yeah. to use diplomacy for like I a know, few seconds, so and then Gene is like, "Let's use our powers." And I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and Storm no, uses her storm powers too. Yeah, I was like, I'm like Storm. What would have happened if you hit him with that lightning? He would just be dead. But she's yeah. got perfect aim. She, yeah. Okay. But she's, also they're like desecrating a church. So well. It's well, already kind of beat up, so yeah, it's not in great shape. It's closed. It's it like seems run down. completely abandoned. Like, I, yeah. yeah, that's why Kurt's living there. But they are destroying his house, which is kind of shitty. Yeah. You know what's interesting that they never get into like how Nightcrawler got away because like he just did this thing, but now he's like he's like normal and like well, living think, over here. I think when when he got hit. It knocked him out of his like trance. Yes, um, oh. and then, and then he was like confused and scared and just ran back home. Yeah, so I think oh. he just I think he just okay. teleported back home. Also, because yeah. remember Xavier looking at his jaggedy line and he was like making his way back to Boston yeah. again, and he was like, "I'm waiting for this guy to stop running and find home." Essentially. Oh, you're right. Okay, there it is. There's the part that I knew that I wouldn't understand. <laughs> that's that's the rogue in X Men Two for me. At least I did understand this part. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, somehow um, he must have healed from the bullet wound. Uh, I don't yeah. know how, but he must have. Mm. Well, maybe, then, maybe it was a, a little, graze. Yeah, yeah, it was maybe. like a little graze, and then they have a little chat with him. I, does he live in this church? Because like all his like posters I think so, are up. Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess it's also worth noting that like they don't know he's a bad guy yet, or, or that he's a or good that he's guy. Not a, yeah, they yeah. they as far as they know about this mutant, he tried to kill the president, and and he well he tries might to be, be an scary extremist. at first. He tries to scare them by teleporting all around all over the place and being yes. like, get out! And like shouting in German and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and, but they're like not phased. They're like, whatever, bitch. Yeah, because they're both super powerful, so they're not intimidated. And then eventually like Storm sees, well, they see that he has all these markings on him. And yeah. they see also, I think they ask him whether those are self-inflicted and he says they are, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that yes. a later scene? He, sa- he then, says, yes, they are. And then he turns his back over and then they yeah, go, well, what so about then, this one? And yeah. it's the, the scab that we saw. It's very similar to like the back of the neck one. That on we saw Magneto. On yeah. Magneto. And so then we, the audience know, oh, he was brainwashed into doing the assassination. Right. Yeah. He's yeah, exactly. not a bad guy. He's a good guy. But <laughs> it, I, I am, I am going to make a note here that Nightcrawler doesn't have blue. He's blue, but he's got blue fur. And like, he doesn't have like. He doesn't have fur in this him. version. Yeah. He yeah. Fur? Like, yeah. He's fuzzy. Yeah. Oh. He's fuzzy and he doesn't have like self inflicted wounds on him. Beast they both is also are fuzzy. fuzzy. There's a how lot of fuzzy dudes. How many fuzzy blue people do they need? Two. I mean, how many <laughs> blue people are there in the X Men altogether? There's quite a few. There are, mis- but not all yeah. of them are fuzzy. fuzzy. Some of them are. No, but they are going to start the blue man group together, so that's right. important to note. Um, I feel like Mystique wouldn't tolerate that. She'd be like, "Um, it's the blue women group, and the rest of you can just be here if you want." Well, they they still have like Archangel. He's sometimes blue, sometimes what? he isn't. Depends if yeah, Archangel's like blue half the time. Is anyone a color that's not blue? Yeah, yeah. Azazel's red. Oh yeah, the devil guy from the Kevin Bacon one. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's like a bunch of green dudes. Yeah, I was going to say there's a bunch of green characters, but whatever. That's a whole other thing. So meanwhile, Logan is babysitting and he's making conversations with all the kids. He has a nightmare. He does have a nightmare. He has a flashback. Oh my God. This is like we get to to watch the scenes again of him being lowered into the water and being like, these scenes one time. It's like, that's like what we get to watch. 600 times. Oh my God. So then he wakes up and it's the middle of the night and he's like, oh boy. And then he goes, well, at least he didn't fucking stab anybody this time, you know? He goes yeah, downstairs and he, and he sees there's a little baby uh, watching TV. Yeah, and the kid who can change channels with his mind. Yeah, yeah this is character they made up for the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what and his deal he's is. Like, I don't care. And then he's like, the kid says, uh, he, he says, the kid says, can't sleep. And Logan goes, how'd you tell oh, him? Yeah. He says, well, you're awake. Yeah. yeah, and I laughed really hard at that because I was like, yeah, that's pretty on the nose. So Yeah, it's cute. It's like cute kid joke style yeah. comedy. I enjoyed it. Yep. So then Logan goes off to find beer because, you know, you got to medicate trauma with something and beer is mm-hmm. apparently Logan's vice of choice. They don't have any, though, they which is great. They don't have any. And Bobby is just like chilling, eating ice cream by himself in the He's kitchen. He's chilling. Iceman is chilling. Oh, yeah. He also has frosted tips for hair. All right, anyway. If I, know. I were Iceman, if I were Iceman, I'd just be constantly making ice cream out of I, I mean, out he's kind I mean, that's fair. constantly able to keep at the precise level of cold. Initially, I that's was like, true. oh, yeah, you got to eat that ice cream fast before it melts. But then I was like, Iceman, he's going to be fine. He can just eat right He's also just like sitting there in his boxers, which I think is funny. Like, I was like, okay. Ryan shipped them when he was a kid, right? He's in his pajamas. I think he's wearing uh, boxer shorts, though, because he was wearing boxer shorts. And they're like long boxer shorts. A lot of like boys sleep in their boxers with like boxers. I I do too, but I'm just saying, like, he was in his boxers. And when I was a teenager, I was like, oh. I was like, this is when Wolverine and Iceman had sex because, oh like, God. they just couldn't agree about Rogue. <laughs> well, I they actually her. have a conversation about but Rogue and also as an Jean. adult, I realize that's weird. Well, actually, how old was Sean Ashmore at that point? I don't even remember. Well, I don't know I'm how sure old Rogue older. and Bobby are supposed to be yeah. with their characters because they never say. I don't, they might yeah. be 18. I don't know. They don't tell yeah. us. So we can no. just Wolverine's assume they're de- 18 and then the movie's less Well, at least we can creepy. assume that Wolverine is about 13 because he definitely looks that. So <laughs> Wolverine is 13 years old. Um, yeah. So Wolverine is looking for beer in the fridge. Can I and Bobby's say, like, we this haven't mentioned school. this yet. We haven't mentioned this yet, but his hair is like a little silly. Oh, it's ridiculous. Movie. Oh, yeah. that is like, she couldn't get over that. She's like, it it's so just dumb. straight hair gel. I don't. Yeah. You know, I think it's a wig. Actually. It seems like it seems like a hairpiece. It, no, it's so it was his actual hair. It was his real hair. Are you sure? Because they must have put so much product. But they, no, because it was his hair because he was doing Van Helsing at the same time. So he had long hair. But that or doesn't no, but, necessarily no, he, mean sorry, they didn't no, no, use no, sorry. a wig It was the other this. way around. Van Helsing was the wig, I believe. Well, I don't mm. know if it's a wig or not, but they make his hair. The little Crazy. hair tufts that he has are so much bigger Crazy. and more like ludicrously pronounced in this movie than the first one. Yeah, the yeah first by the end of the movie, looked, it's, like, it's just good. he's got like yeah. it goes up to the ceiling. That's how much it goes. The final scene, it looks ridiculous. Like his body looks great. He does. He looks. I mean, beautiful, yeah. But... <laughs> Why isn't he here right now, guys? Anyway, Wolverine and Bobby are talking. Mm-hmm about girls and not yes. each other they're talking about no. rogue and bobby makes this quip like i've seen how you look at dr gray and that's yeah. how that scene ends because yeah because bobby's like it's hard to like want somebody but not be able yes. to be close to them yeah, yeah yeah like you bitch and the and, and wolverine's like whoa and bobby makes wolverine soda cold Yes, that's true too. Wolverine gets a, a Dr. Pepper because that that's all he can have instead of a beer and it's in like one of those glass bottles. I don't yeah. know. I thought it gets that was it from cool. The I like Bobby's yeah. powers. Bobby's powers are neat. Yeah, I but like again, Bobby. that's another good example of like just a low key fun use of power. Like I mm-hmm. like that they had more of those. Yeah, um, definitely. Like take advantage of that. Get creative. 
bitch. So yeah, I Cyclops agree. and Xavier are visiting Magneto. Yeah. And hey. Cyclops gets forced to stay behind because yeah. Lady Rules. Deathstrike ate all are like, no, you can't go yeah. in for Just reasons. Just him. Yeah. <laughs> and, but but uh, Dr. Xavier is like, it's fine. Yeah. He's like, fine, I'll be fine. They probably wouldn't let Cyclops go in because this isn't his like fucking eyes yeah no i know it's like wildly dangerous it's like yeah. you are a weapon your yeah. face is a gun you can't go in there <laughs> and mm. so cyclops is like fine be, i feel like a cooler name than cyclops would be face gun yes face gun i gun right. <laughs> anyway so has to get the like, new pokemon screened for metal and he goes yeah. in there and this is a sad scene where magneto is like yeah. has his face in his hands at first and is like being kind of snarky and then kind of looks up and you see that he has like a black the eye. silver eyes oh yeah I, oh. he has bruising on his face as well and oh. so and he also has like some slight residual silver eyes i think but he's yeah. not he's not fully brainwashed anymore. He's mostly snapped out of it. Um, yeah. And so Xavier is like creeped out by his behavior because he's, he's like, like, what have you done? Being a weirdo. And he's like, I think he's like, what have they done to you? Because he's yeah. like looking yeah. at his face and he's like, there's he's something like, wrong what, here. What do they do to you, baby? <laughs> yeah. What happened? It's sweet. Um, and then Magneto admits that he told them everything because. Yeah. Yeah, but Xavier doesn't really understand why at first. Yes. Because like. Yeah. And Xavier doesn't understand, like, the full... I mean, he understands what Magneto is saying, which is like, oh, now they know where the X-Mansion is, they know all about the X-Men, etc. Right. Yeah, like, he he understands to some degree that they tortured Magneto, and he gave that information away. And it must have been really bad if Magneto was able to, like, give in. But he doesn't know about the brainwashing yet. No. And so then gas starts pouring into the room. Like, there's these little circles that open up, and, like, we see gas pouring in, which I was like, whoa, this is fucking heavy. And then Magneto goes, the wall the war's begun or something I know like I like how he's just like in the corner being dramatic yeah he's like the like, war is starting and yeah. well, he's not oh wrong my God. he's not no. wrong and then Lady Deathstrike walks in and she's like super evil Scott starts yep. beaming everybody fight breaks out um, but <clears> she gets <throat> back up after being hit with an eye beam so that's when we yeah. sort of understand that she's got some sort of healing factor for the and first she knocks Scott out she mm-hmm. knocks her, him out with like a kick or something. Yeah. yeah so now he's both like, Scott and Xavier she, are officially he wasn't even kidnapped. like facing her. Like he like knocked her out and then he was like, okay, she's done. And then he turns around and surprised that she's just like standing well, there. Well, like, yeah, expect her to have a, feel, a healing factor though. Yeah. So yeah. to be fair. Scott. Yeah. Scott. I'm here, bitch. And then Scott <laughs> isn't in most of the rest of the movie at all. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, wait, is, isn't there a point, a part here where Magneto and Xavier are talking about Stryker and Stryker's son used to be like one of Xavier's students? Not yet. And then like, Not yet. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Actually, wait, wait, wait. He says, he says Stryker and he's like, you remember. Oh. Like, he, he went to your school. He says it like briefly. Okay. okay. I didn't realize that was introduced at that point. I know they There's talk about brief. it later. I when made a Stryker... note of it, but I thought maybe I put it in the wrong space. No, so. no, no, you're, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. right I guess. There's a, there, it, like Eric makes a brief mention of like you remember Jason or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Dr. Saver's like, you I don't Jason. actually. There's so many fucking kids in that house. <laughs> Listen, I have dealt with so many kids <laughs> with terrifying powers that are worrisome. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I don't got time. You know what? I, I've had so many mutants in here, and all mutants look exactly the same, and I want rights for all of them. And it's like, mm, <laughs> how about you, you remember want to say that? people, Xavier? No, I think he does. He does later. Yeah. I'll give him credit for that. So, meanwhile, the X Mansion is under siege. All yep. these like SWAT team guys are breaking in. Well, I think they they had started to, and like 
like Bobby and they fr- they get the they get the channel changing kit first, and yes. they and we see they have these little darts that knock the kids out, and then you yeah. see them going into the rooms and quickly knocking some kids out, and it's like Logan oh. overhears them. Yeah, we which get a just zoom takes in, a we, long time. We get a zoom in on his ear, and it's like, oh, he's got the secret Wolverine hearing power. <laughs> he's got right, tracking but, but even before that, there's like a super important like gay metaphor there, where like Logan's like, do your parents know about? Yes, it's like that's true. or so he's saying he's saying something to like. Bobby about like okay so your parents must know that you like yeah where you your hear, parents think what you do they are think and... and Bobby's like well they don't know that I'm a mutant they think this is somewhere else and yeah like, they think this is a prep school. school yeah yeah and Wolverine's like oh well, I guess most prep schools have like dorms and classrooms and stuff and Bobby goes what about the fucking jet like everyone's obsessed with the jet I know, I know. everyone's <laughs> obsessed with the jet and Wolverine babysitting that's like the plot of the movie <laughs> yeah and Logan is just like shut the fuck up Bobby's <laughs> like I don't care about the jet it was Mystique as the jet babysitting the yeah, kids yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. We are obsessed with the jet. We're the ones who keep talking about the jet. Jesus I'm Christ. I'm obsessed with the human-sized jet that Mystique will learn to transform into. That's different. Oh, my God. Me too. Uh, okay, anyway, so, the, so Logan so hears they're them. They're teasing the kids. We see it's some like little displays of powers here, like Kitty Pride running through walls to try to escape. And then Wolverine gets his claws out, and he starts slicing and dicing a bunch of bad guys. Oh, his Bobby first kill. His first kill is really intense. Yeah, Bobby does zero things in this scene. He just sits there. He's like, I don't know how to use my powers. Well, because the first one, a guy starts, like, Logan goes out into the hallway. A guy starts sneaking into the room behind Bobby's back. And then well, Logan comes in. It pins the guy against the fridge. Mm-hmm. And just, like, kills and, the shit out of him. And drives his claws into, like, each side of his chest. It's I really... Know. And he screams... Okay, it's also a Wolverine ah! screams for, like, a full 20 seconds. He's just like... Logan, ah! now everyone can hear you. Now everyone know. knows you're in yeah. the kitchen killing a man. Like, he just well, loves I mean, he, killing so much. He, he, didn't, he screams, and then, like, two seconds later, like, sirens start screaming. And so, like, it's yeah. just screaming for, like, everyone a full 20 up. seconds. Yeah, and um, so everybody's covering their ears and debilitated by this little girl who has, like, a mutant scream power, and she's screaming. Yeah. But it's good. It wakes everybody up, gets everybody yeah. going. It's a good alarm I system. Thought I, okay, I want to say that it's canonically the character Siren, and I like the implication that they use her as a siren, and they're just like, like alert, a siren. You know, I liked I it. Know. I thought it was cool, and it, it adds this like heightened intensity to the scene to have the background of this like sonic scream the entire yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. It is crazy to me how much they, violence they can get away with as long as they don't show blood. It's nuts yeah. to me. Well, like, they're just like electrocuting everyone. So many people in like ways that are like really intense, but as long as none of them bleed, which they don't. Well, it's uh, also super low lighting. <laughs> that's a good point. So like yeah. it's in the darkness of the school I for guess. most of these shots. But so even, he, you can't really even, see the blood. Even the well, guy in the instead kitchen. Instead of blood, when he stabs people, just like confetti blows out and we're like, <laughs> Oh, awesome. Rainbows, sparkles, kittens come out. Mm -hmm. And so then, meanwhile, Colossus is there for a second. Remember Colossus? A guy who can turn into metal? Is that the the same guy who's in Deadpool? He is, but he's much closer to how he really is in Deadpool than in this version. Actually, Deadpool did a better gut job at characterizing like all Colossus the characters Colossus and all and the characters, Deadpool. yeah. Um, but anyway, in this version, he's just like a hot teen boy who's not from <laughs> Russia and is like, I'm metal and, and I'm a body definitely didn't sleep with Brian Singer. Well, we um, don't know. We oh cannot God. say no. what did or didn't happen, but they did meet in the gym, apparently, and Brian Singer oh immediately God. casted it's him. Oh, my God. It's so bad. I, it's like so oh. bad. Like he went, Brian Singer went to the gym and saw this At dude there that was like, like bodybuilding. No, right? Isn't he? Yeah, oh, he's gotta I think be. He's, you can't be like that built. Yeah, like, no, no. I think 18. he was like in his twenties, and Brian's. I think Brian was just at the gym, and he was like, "Yo, you're hot. You want to be with my movie?" And it I've happened. Well, that's, why, that's why it's especially like visually funny to have this guy sitting at like a coloring table, with, like 
I, that's I, I know. Literally every scene he has his shirt off. It's yes. ridiculous. At one point, he carries uh, the little the siren. He carries the little girl, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that would have been an intense experience for me as a young girl. <laughs> I know, <laughs> seriously. The naked man's chest. I'd like, be like, I need to redo this scene because I don't think I did like it right. Bigger pecs than her head. Like, yeah, just holding her tightly. I would have yeah. been. It would have been an overwhelming experience for me. But she was a great actress. She pretends to be passed out the whole time. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I then like oh fuck Rogue and, I, and Bobby I spend... and Pyro somehow don't make it in the first wave like Colossus takes all There's the kids a... through this secret passageway yeah. and, and they're like Wolverine come with us and he's like well, no okay, Colossus has to take care of you guys it's because Rogue Bye. isn't even there because in this version of oh god I hate Rogue in these movies because she's so great in like the cartoons and the comics and then she's like she's like, she's just, like lost in the mansion somewhere they're like where's Rogue and we eventually find Rogue's her like, she's like what's going on and she's like she's like she's presumably doing laps upstairs because she comes around a corner and she's like, let's go this way and points to the way she came. Yeah. Like, oh. And then that window blows up. So they have to. So I, I'm imagining her just looping around the hallways, just running in a Doesn't panic. It doesn't seem like the mansion is that big either. It's like, wow. No. Do you guys notice this? that fucking like rogue just screams in every scene that she has in this? She's just like running to the hall being like, ah! And I'm like, oh my God, stop. I know. I don't like how they're directing Anna Paquin. It's not her fault at all. It's the character. No. Um, oh my so God. anyway, though, those three are left behind. They're mm-hmm. running down the stairs. And then Wolverine has this little altercation because Stryker walks in finally. And Wolverine yeah, well, he, recognizes like, they, him. The, the three kids, John, Bobby, and Rogue, they get stuck in the foyer and Wolverine kills some people. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's go this way. And they <laughs> he find, kills more people. And then yes, they find he the, does. The secret, they find the secret passageway and they're about to go in it. But then, yes, yeah, Stryker comes. Yes. Out. And he's like, well, they, hey. He, Wolverine shoves him in there and then Wolverine's like yeah. goes to shoot him or not he he's like you wanna shoot me shoot me yeah, yeah. And, then, then and then like shows Stryker's up and is like, like hello hello old friend hey <laughs> babe he like winks and he like slaps his ass a little bit he's like hey he's baby he's like remember me he remember when I was your ass. dad kind of your weird father oh my figure God. who also turned you into an animal man mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great speech it is uh, it's really perfect good. it's and like then a the... super vague annoying speech where yeah. Stryker is like oh you don't even remember what yeah. happened and Wolverine is just like, standing okay. there dumbfounded like oh I guess I do don't and Stryker's like, ha, you still don't <laughs> Okay, know but that's so in canon really for Wolverine, occurred. though. Like, Wolverine's like somebody who is like really great, but then oftentimes, like, he's presented with a situation where he's just like kind of a dumb uh, jock. Yeah, I don't know what's this is, happening. This is supposed to show is that Wolverine is like he. This is a big weakness. Is his obsession with trying to find out the truth. Yes, of where and he's also that right. he's like still he has PTSD, so he's kind of in this like traumatized, frozen yeah. moment. And he, he can't when he's let suddenly go. seeing Stryker in real life for the first time since the Weapon X. I mean, like, I, I like the choice word of frozen because in a few seconds later, Hi. Iceman creates like Hi. an ice wall. So like so. Iceman is watching all this go down and he realizes that Wolverine like isn't going to be able to tear himself away from what's yeah. happening. And so yeah, Rogue's just like standing but like we gotta Logan, help him. Logan. We have to help Logan. She's running in and very it, small circles. Like <laughs> yeah. Iceman, Iceman and Pyro are both like let's just get the fuck out of here. Like Wolverine has got this on lock and Rogue is the one who's technically correct as annoying as she yeah. is by being like he clearly doesn't have this under control. We need to help him. We need yeah. to help him. We need to help Logan and Bobby is like oh I hate that she has a crush on this middle aged man but there's nothing I can do about it I don't know I mean like I know that Bobby is like kind of jealous but I think 
after that scene between Logan and Bobby, they like come to sort of like some sort yeah. of respect for each right, other. Because right. like Plus then Bobby's like, I'm gonna save his ass. Ryan, so there's that as well. Just kidding. Yeah, just like kidding. just the whole cast is fucking. Mm-hmm. So then Bobby creates this huge ice wall between Wolverine and Stryker yeah. to prevent them from continuing to talk. And Wolverine is like upset, and he's like putting yeah. his hand on he's the like, wall. No. Like, well, it's like it's like very like not the movie Alien, but it's very Alien like ET, where it's like putting your hand against yeah, the shadowy it's figure being I, it's like, a cool what's... shot though because you can like see the shadow of striker's other hand on that side of the wall and yeah. like but striker is just gonna blow up the wall and get to logan but yeah he's luckily, like let's get some bombs the teens convince logan to go into the secret passage Yeah, because rogues are like come on logan we have let's go logan, on, logan, logan let's logan. go ah! <laughs> well logan's so like logan's there. like you guys be all right oh no he's like i'll be all right and she's like but we won't Yes. He's like, fine. And he's like, it turns out I do like being a dad to teenagers after all. <laughs> and so they go to the parking oh my garage. God. And I'm trying to. I, I, I made a place. note here where I was like, I was like, I really love the X Mansion as like a clue house. Because <laughs> they yeah. have all these like secret There's fucking secret passageways. passageways. <laughs> yeah. And so they go to the parking garage. They find a car, which of course is Cyclops's car. Because like, I don't know. I just assumed they were all Cyclops's, Cyclops's car. <laughs> yeah. Cyclops has a million cars. And so they get in there to get away. And then they're driving away. Pyro turns on the radio and it's the Backstreet Boys. No, it's not no, the wait, Backstreet Boys. It's in sync. Also, like, there's like, Listen, I put in I a bunch care. of notes here. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just like, I'm reading my notes and it says, uh, it says, it's bye, bye, bye. Has, You're right. Cyclops has so many cars. Logan instantly hacks the car with one claw. Then it says, that makes Zoom no in. sense, by the way. Like, why would him putting his claw into the ignition do well, it? I think it, I don't know. It's supposed then, to be, it's supposed to be like, um, I think it's uh, supposed what, to be like he opens the dashboard and hot wires the car yeah, and they just it's don't like show yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I, I have two other notes where it says, zoom in on random soldier's face. And then, it, then I don't know what this note says. It says, Striker, his name is Striker, who is IDK. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm it's sorry, guys. It's probably just you being annoyed that it's Striker instead of Sinister or something. But I don't anyway. know. I was just like, I tried to figure out where we are and I'm looking at well, my back, notes and back I'm not the mansion, helpful. There's like a brief scene where Striker's like, how did we get any of them? And they're like, we got some, but they escaped through the tunnels. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, I think we'll they get say them. they have six of the children kidnapped. Yeah. So they're in the car. Wolverine's driving the teenagers. That's and when over NSYNC the course of on. trying to change away the music from InSync, my apologies. <laughs> Wait, um, I, okay. So I want to point out that they just turn on the radio and that's like what Scott had previously been listening to. So I don't know if it's a Scott, CD that Scott was listening to, which is way more fun to imagine than yes. just the radio playing that song that was ubiquitous. I mean, also, for a time. like, it's like, it's at a time where this, this song is still relevant to be in a movie. Mm, never forget. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. never I mean, forget. It's still bye, relevant bye, bye. And it should still be in all movies. Anyway, yeah. a little random flip phone pops out, and it's yeah. like, I remember those? I don't know. I know, it comes down, it makes a little sound. It's like, do 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 do. And everyone's like, everyone's like, what the fuck is that? It yeah, doesn't even look like a phone. phone. But it is like a weird little transponder yeah. phone. I mean, this is like a weird thing. It like, Logan's instantly like, hello, what is, hello? And it, so. no one picks up. And so Logan yeah. individually is like, well, Gene's in Boston, so let's go to Boston. And Bobby's like, my parents are in Boston. And Logan's like, great, we're going there. We're going to immediately I go I don't know why Bobby even said that. He's just like, my parents live in Boston. They <laughs> shouldn't have even gone there. But they okay, wait, we should. We should probably point out that there are that there are some like great shots here where like Rogue is like talking to Wolverine. And then you see like a really dark image of like, 
Bobby looking out of the like giving him the side eye and then like it's just super tense and that's why bye 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 happens because Pyro's like this is fucking weird guys yeah like it's and, really like, turns on weird. the radio in order to get them to stop looking at each other so acrimoniously yeah. um back at the mansion striker goes into cerebro and is like checking it out a little bit and we're like oh yeah. no um, oh and uh, it's already been like welcome professor <laughs> <laughs> yes idiot uh then at a bar rebecca romaine is chilling at the bar this is my favorite scene in the whole movie uh, this is Honestly, the scene that i remembered for some reason i thought the scene was so cool as a kid i, I just well, i'm just why. glad that rebecca romaine got to do something other than being covered in blue body paint yeah, she got to she actually hated s- it and they finally let her just be rebecca romaine in this scene she's just a yeah. random she's lady. great she is god great. she's the best femme fatale ever so there's Honestly. there's a newscast which i wasn't paying paying attention to i guess but hank mccoy it's like an anti it's it's like an anti-mutant protest and there's like a march and i'm like this this i i was watching this i'm like this is relevant except less like it, like the people who come to protest here are usually like would be pro-mutant like the people yeah. that are anti-mutant there's usually like five of them and in this there's like a whole parade of being like fuck mutants and i'm like what the fuck it would be like the equivalent of like a nazi protest now i guess this um, is when Hank McCoy is on the news. Mm-hmm. And also Sebastian Shaw for some reason. I don't know. Why is Hank McCoy a human? Uh, because, all right. So honestly, he did start off like as a mutant that was like not fuzzy. Yes. But he was, he just, he was just like a big bulky dude. When that did had, he get fuzzy? That, okay. That was, he did that to himself. Okay. So he was like, he was just like this big bulky dude that like had massive strength and agility and like yeah. was all super smart because he was a chemist. And then he like, he was like, oh, I have to steal these like secret plans. And so he like transformed himself with like a mutagen, but then like it didn't change back. And then he just became fuzzy for the rest uh, of everything. So it's kind so, like, of, it's, just, like it's, it's like his own fucking fault. They don't like, have that in the movies though. They, they have all no, these different other backstories for him. Well, they do. They have him trying to cure himself. Yes. Because yeah, remember, yeah, first class, he like yeah, does something similar. But he similar ends up making himself fuzzy. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. it, it is self-inflicted and it, like, I don't know. But shout out to Nicholas Holt, who's a babe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Michael so, Fassbender, who's a babe. Excuse me. He's a piece of shit, though. So. He is a piece of shit in real life, but yeah. What can you do? Anyway, yeah. back at the bar. I mean, it kind of <laughs> sounds like my kind of dude, right? Like Ryan, please don't date Michael Fassbender, please. No. Like, please stop Jesus. dating terrible people. Uh, whatever. Yeah. That's not what the show's about. But I mean, it could be. We could just pivot to like Ryan's we dating could. advice. Ryan's dating yeah. corner. Oh uh, well, it's there is that Wolverine segment where it's like Wolverine goes on a date with me specifically. That is so. a segment that we have, but what? I don't think we have time to get into what it. Is happening to this show? Like, excuse me. What the fuck? Um. So Rebecca Romaine is drugging this guard who is magneto's guard she like gets him a beer and she's like super flirty and everything and he's yeah. totally wowed by the fact that this supermodel hot lady is i know on she's him. all like long day uh-huh. <laughs> yeah she's like and we she's see like, these like hey, baby. and well then we see pills dissolving in the beer glass in the bottom of the beer glass and then we see them making out in the bathroom and he's like yeah. whoa yeah. you're so aggressive and she's like uh-huh and then she like puts him onto the toilet and, and... like rips over his pants she's like velcro that's so hot <laughs> and we're like yeah okay and at some point he passes out i can't remember how well yeah. she, he well, like he finishes, finishes drink. off his beer oh my right. god it's like so he bad he like drinks the pills and then immediately passes out i'm like okay yeah. that's not how that works but all right yeah so. it's instantaneous luckily for and then her. rebecca remain turns into mystique and mm-hmm. then she's got this massive fucking shot that he she's yeah, just she like bottoms up full of like stabs him in the ass and i'm and like stabs damn him. stabs him in the butt and says bottoms up which they repeat like 60 times while he's drinking the beer and i was like all right i <laughs> 
get it. Bottoms up. I get the joke movie, but whatever. The jet! The jet! Um, the jet. And then she turns oh into a jet and flies away. <laughs> would, it, would this work? Could you inject that much metal I don't into think a man? So. Yeah. I, I think, think somebody so. would die, I think you right? would die. I think you would at least Probably feel really die. fucking sick. Right. But, I mean, he does feel sick, but we just assume he assumes that it's because of the alcohol. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't think you can he inject said that he's much. He's having iron. a good day. He does. Yeah, like the next day, he's like, "I'm having a great day. I got laid and I feel really sick, but I'm still killing it." <laughs> I feel like I'm almost dead. The next scene, I didn't write anything down because it's like it's I, like a full ten a minutes little. of Stryker screaming at Xavier yeah, about like how about mutants are a disease, and he's like, and like "Remember Jesus, calm when down. you knew my son and didn't cure him of being a mutant?" It's Xavier really... was like, "That's not something I have the ability to." do or anyone yeah. does and striker's like you're a fucking liar and we're like jesus dude calm down and, and also then he like in tells the background, that story you can see that death strike is like sort of coming up. to and, yeah. and gaining sense again and we're like oh shit she's brainwashed as well she's a mutant who's working for a striker and not of her own will which made me really sad because i actually completely forgot that part of the movie yeah i just remembered her really as being sad. evil in this but she's I mean, not Deathstrike is typically evil yes, so like in the comics she's just make, straight up evil but it would make sense for her to work not. for him but you know so she's not she's a slave basically in this yeah. version and she's brainwashed well, yeah. for almost and the entire so, movie which so is way sadder Xavier keeps peeking over at her because he notices that she's like kind mm-hmm. of looking confused and, he says and looking something around. To Stryker, like, oh, you keep interesting company for somebody who hates mutants. And Stryker's like, yeah. shut the fuck up. And then he like uses his serum on her again and brainwashes her. It's yeah. like so fucking yeah. it's sad. And so now Charles understands, oh, this is yes. what he's utilizing. Um, yeah. And he's he's put a thing on Xavier's head to inhibit his uh, brain powers. Yes. 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 And he's also oh, like, yeah, I, I know this brainwashing that. serum won't work on you, Xavier, because you're too powerful, but I've got other ways, like his son, Jason. And oh, he, like, God. says that he has his son and he can use his son's powers. And he talks about how his son, like, went to Xavier's school and then when he came home from the school, he was, like, giving them these horrifying illusions and everything. Yeah, and, like, and he drove the mom to suicide, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a lot. It is a lot. It, it is a lot. Yeah. It's also not Jason's actual backstory in the comics, but who cares? What's oh his actual God. backstory? I care. Okay, so it's supposed to be Jason Wingard, who is mastermind, who has the ability to create illusions, but he's not William Stryker's son. But after this movie, they created another Jason with the same powers to be William Stryker's son. But to in the William original Stryker version, Jason, or in the original version of Stryker's backstory, Stryker finds out that his wife and son are mutants, or his wife gives birth and their kid is a mutant, and Stryker just kills them both. Oh my yeah. god! He's like horrified that that would even be affiliated with him. So oh. right, because then that he's like a priest, and yes. he's like, and so he's oh, like, these, is, are this, demons, these are demons, and I need to oh. kill them. So he kills them. Or at least he tries to, but then they like bring Jason back later as like a not dead. I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Mm. And then so they they wheel in Jason and Xavier's like sees that they've cut open Jason's head. They've lobotomized him. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he's brainwashed and doing his father's bidding. Because he's got, he's in a wheelchair and he's got, yeah, he's got like part of it. It's not even a lobotomy. Well, they've got like part of his head that's been cut open and re Yeah. He he looks Mm -hmm. like that fucking character from Nightmare for Christmas that like can open his head and like put it back together again and then he's 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 hooked up to like a breathing apparatus uh yeah. and 
it has like something installed into his back or something. It's like, yeah, and he can't and this talk. Is, this is the part where Stryker says like um, Jason's like brain juice or whatever is. Yeah, he's strong. explaining it. I drink it yeah. with my lunch, you know. Uh, whatever. And his final line here is, "My son is dead, just like the rest of you." So it's like he doesn't yeah. even really acknowledge Jason is like alive or his son, which is really. Well, he's, yeah. he, he's like Jason's like a part of this machine I've created. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fucked up. Yep. And we and we later basically see signs that Jason is still somewhat aware and perceives his father as being his father and it's really yeah. fucked up. It's yeah. really ugh. He also binges himself as a little girl. Yes. Although Which is yeah. like, I think that might be because he's trying to create an illusion that's more sympathetic. And I think yeah. like a little girl is inherently more sympathetic, which for sexism reasons. I don't know. Well, I was going to say politically, you could get into I a thing about. I was curious about that, but I was also like, I don't know if there's anything to that at all. Probably not intentionally. I no, but like it. I definitely thought about it and I was like, this is like a dude that like, decided his son was no longer his son because yeah. yeah. he wanted to be a girl and it's like that's, well, that's fucked none up too. of that is in the movie but we could just no but that's like <laughs> one way i interpreted what was happening but but speaking of gay stuff oh wait we're not talking about gay stuff but i'm bringing nope. up gay stuff because bobby drake is here well, also, <laughs> I, I just was like i like i just speaking I'm like of a speaking gay of gay stuff bobby bobby drake except um, this scene isn't gay because this is going to be a scene where bobby tries to kiss rogue again so bobby yeah, yeah but there's like a bunch of gay metaphors are entering bobby's home luckily nobody's home <laughs> i, I like yet. bobby's multiple posters of like people snowboarding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Logan keeps trying to use the cell phone, but there's no answer. Yet. It'd be really funny if in Bobby's room it was just like it was just framed images of like ice cubes and like <laughs> icicles and like just snow. It's just like it's Mount Everest. Like, I mean, it basically yeah, is. His parents are like, we always knew. We just. <laughs> There's like a big Frank poster of Frosty the Snowman that's been signed by Frosty. Oh my god, yes. Anyway, so Bobby finds all these extra clothes because all of the kids are wearing pajamas, so they're like trying to find extra clothes to wear. And yeah. so he finds like his mom's old clothes from the seventies or whatever. And Rogue is like yeah. groovy, and she puts them on, and and Bobby like doesn't I know, look but at her like changing. classic Rogue's fashion. He's just like, I'm just gonna get totally naked right here. Yeah. And Bobby's like, Oh my god, holy shit, <laughs> was not expecting that. He, yeah. Well, he like looks away and then he like turns all the way around and is like, "Hey." Well, they're dating, what so I didn't babe. mind it. I was kind of like, "This is cute." I, and I didn't. I didn't like call the cops. I was just saying what happened. <laughs> I did. I actually, well, I, although I, I actually think did call the cops. I was like, "Excuse me, I'm watching a movie from 2003, <laughs> and there's these two teenagers at one." Mary is actually naked. just playing the role of fucking Bobby's brother two seconds oh later. Who does oh, call the cops? This motherfucking hype machine, like, get. <laughs> Sit down for I a know. second. What a what a fascist! Like I know. Jesus I know. Christ. We'll get to that. Uh. There's a lot of cop calling. Anyway, so yeah. nobody's calling the cops quite yet. Uh, no. Okay, but Logan's Iceman. trying to call Gene downstairs. Logan's just on the cell phone, repeating, going, "Hello, Gene. Gene, are you in there, Gene?" <laughs> Gene, hello. It's really funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, he steals a beer from the fridge. And so yeah. Rogue and Iceman kiss each other, finally. Yeah. And Rogue gets temporary ice powers, which is really cute. And then they yeah. like, start she kissing out a little again. Ice puff. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they start kissing again, but this time they, it like goes too far, and she starts yeah. hurting him. Because the teens are so stupid. Fucking Bobby's like, "Don't worry, you won't hurt me." And yeah, like, "Okay," and I'm like, "Guys, you're stupid." Yeah. Well, they're teenagers, so yeah. I get it. They're, they're uh, there's also dogs. an important piece here where Pyro's looking at all the images of uh, Iceman, oh, yeah. and he's like clearly like upset about Bobby having a family. Yes, so yeah. we kind of get the notion that. Pyro doesn't have one, or we he get, doesn't have parents like that. Right. Mm-hmm. We get a shot of Pyro looking at like a family, a professional family photo, and they're all smiling. And we see Pyro's reflection, and he looks like perturbed or annoyed or mm-hmm. yeah. mad. And so then Bobby's wonderful family comes home and just sees <laughs> Logan standing is so there good. with I'm a sorry. beer, I just love standing it. in the kitchen, dumbstruck. Well, he he had a he had a, a little fun little interaction with the cat, where the cat licks his claws, yeah. and he like yes. smiles at the cat, like, "Oh, you're my friend." I, I know, it. but then, then the family comes home and like, and like Bobby's mom grabs the cat before yeah. anything else. It's She's funny. like, get away from my baby. Maureen's like, she has no idea. I'm also an animal. Yeah, this is my They're friend. Like, Who the hell are you? Yeah, and so then Bobby runs down the stairs and says that it's Professor Logan, which is just <laughs> which the is amazing. shit I've ever heard in my life. I know. And Logan doesn't even like try to explain who he is. He just stands there no. for what feels He's like, like uh... five full minutes not speaking. <laughs> it's not actually that long, but it's a Incredibly it's so long good. Time. It's again but Wolverine I, I mean, being like, right? I, I don't know what to do. It's I like it. Oh, it's very in character because yeah. Wolverine is like, I wasn't prepared for this. I don't actually know how to interact with people deal in with this, this particular kind of social situation. Right. Like, there's Those some social, social okay, situations. Okay, there's two things can that Wolverine do, can do. Wolverine can either like flirt with somebody or kill somebody. There you go. Yep. And he, yeah, he's same. He's a killer, ladies, same. gentlemen. <laughs> Mary Ellen, you're gonna be the next Wolverine. Uh, okay so then next we have we have this awesome magneto scene where the guard walks in and eric is like there's something different about you today he's got his little sly smile he's like look at me i know what's going on you don't he's like i lost my virginity finally (laughs) (laughs) oh that's sad and then he's gonna die because magneto like extracts all of the iron from his blood and they're they do make any fucking kind of sense he like makes two tiny balls that like destroys the encasing and then the third ball turns into something that he could stand on i don't know how that works it still cleans it out he well he he takes all the metal in like a blood cloud and then he he balls it all up together (laughs) and then he uses it as like to ping pong around and like make bullets basically to use bullets to shatter the plastic how is how is that little piece of metal holding him up i don't think it would because there wasn't enough metal in that syringe but it's floating so it's like i know it's I mean, what? I get, I get it. It and doesn't he, make any sense, but I love it anyway he because takes it's the just metal cool. And he and he shapes it into a jet that's roughly the size of a human. <laughs> and then and he, he, he crashes into the, the other jet, which turns out to be Mystique. <laughs> yep. Mystique, Mystique was like, in. "I was on my way." <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. I really like this scene. Yeah, I know it doesn't I like make it any too. sense, well, but. Like, you're like, yeah, it's like a cool, like, yeah, finally, fuck you. Yeah, it's, it's, oh my God. Um, so he floats across and is riding around. And then we have this scene where Bobby has to come out to his parents and admit that he's a mutant. And they're all sitting around the living room. And the way they shoot the scene, like it's like tilted angles to like make us feel like it's like a nightmare scenario. It's very strange. Like <laughs> or, whenever, yeah. whenever I think back to this movie, I'm like, aren't there like a lot of weird camera shots in this movie of like the cat in the foreground licking yeah. the tea? And like, yeah. it's, there's like, it's a weird nightmare thing. Like this is a scene. I mean, it's it's a little later where his mom says, have you tried not being not a mutant? Being a which mutant. is the line that I think about constantly from this movie. Yeah, me too. There's yeah. also, there's also a 
line that made me laugh out loud where I think the dad is like, so what are you a professor of? And Logan just goes, art. Art. (laughs) (laughs) Which... I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it's because it really it's is. just like Logan teaching anything at all is it's hilarious. It's really, really funny. He could have said Jim, and I'd be like, "That's hilarious." Um, I, I would have, I would have laughed so hard if he was like history because he can't remember anything I at know. all. <laughs> but yeah, he's teaching art, um, and so Bobby tells them that he has these ice powers, and his brother looks disgusted the entire time. Yeah, like, yeah. the brother is like having a panic attack. I'm yes. like, uh, be respect. Like, if my sister's like, guys, look, I have, I'm a mutant. I have ice. I, mean, I feel like I, I feel like, I'd be like that's so cool. Let's show me. Make a yeah. Let's, I know, let's build a right? snowman, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No, they're just yes, horrified that was a by it and disgusted when he freezes the tea. Well, but yeah. the, I feel like his parents are still like they're shocked and horrified, but at the same time they're like, we still love you. We don't know what to do. Yes, like, like I guess you know. parents are kind of like okay with it, but the brother is like, no, fuck this. Well, the, the mom Which, says like this mutant problem is complicated, and mm-hmm. Wolverine's like, what problem? I, yes. I do want to point out that uh, Bobby's parents are something we canonically see in the comics a lot, and they they did a good job of casting them in this. They look just like them. But in the comics, they have a lot, a really long turnaround time before, like, they even like warm up to being a mutant, and then like eventually they warm up to being that him being a mutant. And the nice man's like, also, also I'm gay, gay. <laughs> yeah. and they're like. And they're like, we can't deal with this at all. We need like another ten years. Yeah. So, so that's fucked up. I feel like after you get over the mutant thing, gay should be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they're like, at least that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You know? like, well, oh. you can't you can't freeze people to death with your mind. You're just... there's, a, there's also that like see, the comment there were like, how did this happen? And it's oh, like, yeah. And, like, and the mom's like, it's all my fault. And like Pyro's like, actually, they discovered that the X gene is usually passed on by the male, so it's his fault. And we're like, okay, is that, is that a thing? No. No. That's like a thing for this movie. Cool. Yeah. yeah. They just made up some stuff for this movie. Um, so that's that scene. I liked Wolverine standing up for the teenagers just in general. I like Wolverine being like a dad, um, even though yeah. he doesn't really know he's what like, he's doing I'm the socially. dad now. I'm your son's dad. And then, okay, so I like this because now they flip it because we have like these people that are so unaccepting of Iceman being a mutant. And then we flip to the X jet where we now have Nightcrawler convincing Storm it's great to be a mutant, you yes. know? Yeah. Although Nightcrawler has his own emotional issues, but yeah, they do yeah. have a yeah. little they conversation. Have a, they here. have a conversation where Storm is like, well, I, I kind of, she, like, she. Ugh, well, they're first talking about his scars and she's like, yeah. what's the situation with these? And he says one for every sin. So quite a few. So he's been yeah. like inflicting these scars on himself basically yeah, right. you know like just casual self-harm yeah it's not it, it, his psych psychological makeup is a little yeah, odd it's not it's like yeah. he's like psyched about it but yeah. it's not related to him being a mutant at least no. he's kind of talking it's about it's all canonical too like you know, all this stuff is in the comic books he mm-hmm. is super religious and thinks that like god hates him and also he's from the munich circus and he talks about yeah, those two things constantly stuff. which they also put in this film and i think it's great Vogna. because every two seconds he's like i was in this i was the amazing Nightcrawler I was in the Munich circus and then he's like and then God hated me and we're like Jesus dude yeah, like, like but they basically, they basically have a conversation where Rogue uh, not Rogue Storm is like I'm I'm cynical about people mm-hmm. and he's like well I, I actually some of this down. and he's like yeah. I, I I actually pity them uh, yes. because 
you know they're so close-minded and she's like i'm done with pity yeah she says i gave up on pity a long time ago and he sort of starts hitting on her a little bit and he's like someone so beautiful should not be so angry and she says sometimes anger can help you survive and i was like immediately on storm's side and i was like yeah yeah can storm's fucking awesome awesome. nightcrawler is a very i like that line and then nightcrawler's little quit back is so can faith and i was like all right sure i can understand that like that's another coping mechanism that you might like look Look how how well I've well, done. Yeah, look look at all my self-inflicted scars that I've been putting on myself. I'm psychologically fine yeah, compared I'm to doing you. Great. And Storm is kind of You should like, do oh, what I'm know. doing. It's great. It works out real well. It's, it doesn't appear to be working. Storm, keep so. doing what you're doing. You're doing great. <laughs> then we're back to the scene where the mom says, "Have you tried not being a mutant?" And meanwhile, and Logan is outside on the deck. Brother, well, the yes. brother has run upstairs to call the fucking cops yes i know and he's like we're being held captive they're they won't they let, won't us, let go. us leave and meanwhile what a like what a little, the cops what a are creep. searching for everybody from the x mansion who they already know escaped because like the swat team went in and they're already trying to find logan and all the right. rest of the kids anyway yeah. so it's not great um and so that little boy is a snitch and he sucks wait this is and you should die it's not really Hold on, I feel like the cops don't know what's happening because they are just cops here. That we don't see like strikers team. Well, so. no, but I feel like when the boy is on the phone, isn't isn't he like listening to the news or something? And we like see some him. Oh, yes. do we? I don't remember. Yes. Yeah, yes, there's, a news there's like a, a news report that's like something about the fucking upstate New York attack happened, and now these specific people are need to be looked out for i don't remember the word yeah it's like Listen. mutants on the run or some yeah shit. yeah there's a news broadcast there's so many news broadcasts in these movies it's like how they establish everything it's like a character walks into a room where a tv is on and then exposition is delivered anyway logan <laughs> finally manages to get through to gene for no, no reason storm he's talking to storm or gene and storm yeah and and he's like hey uh <laughs> we're at bobby uh, drake's parents house except i'm quick we need to leave suddenly yeah, because a bunch of it's really fucking awkward flying. and i don't know how to talk to people help yeah. <laughs> it's not helicopters it's just cop cars but yeah the cops are there yeah because he sees them like running around in the bushes and he's like fuck yeah so he goes into the kids he's like kids it's time to fucking oh my eat. god but then he like comes in he's like we need to go right now and rogue's like logan what's wrong Logan, 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 what's going on? Why do we have to leave so fast? <laughs> and they all stand on the porch, and then the cops have all pulled up, and they start yelling at Logan to drop the knives, drop the knives, because he's got his claws. And Logan's like, "Right, I can't." Can't, I can't he retract them though? He well, that's what he's about to do. He like lifts up his hands, and he's like, "This is why." And he's like in the midst of retracting them, and they shoot him yeah. in the head. Uh, right, which is like that's too relevant right now too. Cops it's immediately like, shooting people. Yes. Why yeah, wouldn't he exactly. just leave, leave his hands down and just retract his? Claws? Well, technically, I, he's I mean, his I hands don't know. Up, I'm with Mary Ellen there because I don't know why. Because Wolverine's kind of an idiot sometimes. Whatever. He is kind I of an idiot, be, but they also probably shouldn't dumb. have shot him in the head. But whatever. No, they shouldn't have. And then they're like, everybody get down. So I then think... they all drop because they think they're gonna get shot in the head. And I like, I'm actually on Pyro's side here, where Pyro's like, "Fuck no. this." Like <laughs> you should. That's not a good side to be on because literally all he does is just throw fire in literally every direction and without you know stopping or like having any plan. He's just like, oh, I'm into this. Like this is doing it. He for does me. get a little too far. Here. He's like, uh, you're right. He does go too far. But like he's like reactionary. Is like these cops are just gonna fucking kill us. Yeah, but so he doesn't seem like, plan. He just he seems to like he's like cooking people in their cars at one point. It's like Ish. he does just straight up start murdering people. Yeah, like, I, mean, I wouldn't do the murdering thing. But I would definitely fight back, like because everyone's I, yeah. just like, "Oh no, Logan fell! We gotta get down on the ground." 
<laughs> yeah, but I, I this is a situation where like Bobby probably should have preempted it and like made an ice wall or something, but he doesn't think fast enough to do it. And instead, Pyro just immediately starts blowing up all the cop cars. Yeah. Well, and I think like, they're scared too because they're scared that Logan's just been shot. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, they think they're going to die. Understandably, yeah. like, that's what I mean. Like they don't think die. they're going to die. I like that Rogue grabs Pyro. Yeah, she and, stops like, him. She she realizes the only way that she can stop Pyro is by grabbing him with her actual hand as opposed to her and he's got hand. he's got like shitty vans on which i thought was funny i noticed that too and i was like damn dude where'd you get those yeah mm-hmm. and so pyro she starts sucking his power and she like holds on to pyro for way longer than i feel like she needs but to she's u- but she's using his power to like get the flames to go down is she i thought yeah. Iceman did no, that she's, Iceman no, is no, spraying she, ice. iceman's doing nothing he's standing there yeah. being like What's happening? Ro- Rogue is holding on to them and then with her other hand is like calming down the fire. So yeah, she's that's like what she's siphoning doing. She's his t- using power. his powers. Oh, okay. I thought Iceman yeah. was also helping, but if you no. don't say so, Iceman never was like, never helps. I thought I mean, honestly, some ice. he Are doesn't do sure? anything in this movie. Iceman creates an ice wall and that's all he does. I don't know. I, I'll I don't rewatch think it sprays, after this, but I'm yeah. pretty sure he does spray a little bit of ice. I was just saying, yeah, at that it. dude in the fucking do cafeteria. Think, do you think when he jerks it? Yeah. I think I think he's really into that actually. Oh he likes God. to stick like he likes blower. to stick it in ice cold he's like this is what i call the popsicle oh my god anyway uh so after rogue is done (laughs) sucking up pyro's powers she like lets go and pyro briefly looks really mad at rogue after that which i thought that was interesting that they showed i also like that pyro doesn't really go down like he drops a little bit but he's just like what the fuck dude yeah Yeah. and so then logan gets back up logan has been dead for a while and suddenly he's back (laughs) and all the cops are destroyed and he's like oh shit except that that one cop that shot him that's like what the fuck oh, is the happening? Oh, the cop is just like looking over the f- the hedge and being like, "Yeah, uh, I guess uh, I'm yeah." Sure and then like the you. fucking blackbird shows up and just like lands on all the cop cars and like it's like, "Yo, get it." I'm like, everyone's dead. Yeah. And Bobby like has this moment where he's got one last look at his house and his family's like looking out the window. They're at all him, like, being so creepy. Like they, I know. They have just their hands. Watch all of these. They're all kids like cuddling each other. People. But, like they're but they're just standing there with their faces like totally stone faced with their hand on the sun and it's like it's like a, it's like that it's like the farmer painting. <laughs> it's like American <laughs> Gothic, but like yeah, it's different. creepy. Yeah. Um, so then they all get into the X jet. Nightcrawler and Wolverine have a brief little I scene. love that though, because he's like, who the hell's this guy? And Nightcrawler's, and Nightcrawler's like, like, I'm, I'm an amazing <laughs> Nightcrawler. And Wolverine's like, Jesus Christ, shut up. I already don't care about who you are. Okay, so then we have Xavier getting visions from Jason. So the two of them have been yeah. like put into this well, room okay, so together. I didn't realize, I thought this was all in Xavier's head. What I didn't realize is that like, they're just having him walk around the entire base, but that was been modeled like the X Mansion, except yes. like Mastermind is creating like an illusion where he walks. Yes. I thought it was like all in his head. And I was, well, I was like, at Wait. first he creates an illusion where Xavier can walk and Xavier is like crying. And then he snaps out of it and realizes that it's fake immediately. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, Jason, it's I can creepy. tell that's you. It is creepy. Yeah. And then Jason gives him a vision where he's using his wheelchair because like that doesn't break his sense of reality. So then he's yeah. like wheelchairing around the mansion and he like pictures this little girl who's actually Jason and the girl mm-hmm. is like hiding in the mansion and it's it's a fantasy where Xavier is like finally returned to the mansion after having been worried about the soldiers breaking in and right. so yeah. now it's like he's coming home and he's like oh everyone's gone we need to find everyone but don't worry little girl it'll be okay let's let's just go to Cerebro and find all of our friends again and so 
this is creepy because we know that he's not really at the mansion and we know he's going to go with his fake cerebro and kill everyone. Right. And it's already been established that Xavier doesn't remember any of these people. So it's not like he would remember that this kid never went to his school. Well, it's also like an illusion where he's been made to think something that isn't real. It's just that if something breaks the illusion, then he realizes that it, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. It's magic, movie magic. Don't worry about it. That's true. But now we can see Mystique as a jet again. Yes, finally. <laughs> it's not really Mystique as a jet. Um, it's a bunch of like Air Force pilots finding the X jet, being like, yeah. "Oh my god, excuse me!" They're, they're like, shit, they're flying after her, after the X jet, right? And like, Storm they're like, is buckle so up. shocked by this. She's like, "What? Yeah. Unidentified uh, aircraft? Uh, don't they know where the X is?" And I'm like, "How has this never happened before?" I don't know. Yeah. But also, they're like, everyone buckle up. And Rogue's immediately like, "I can't buckle this." I'm like, "Why is this why the second movie where?" Buckle her fucking not, thing. Not only can she not buckle it, but then she, she just can't gives unbuckle up. it either. She like, gives up trying. Well, she's not buckled the entire time. She's just like sitting yeah. there crying, being like, "I can't buckle my seatbelt," <laughs> and it's like an important plot point that she can't buckle it. It's yeah. like it's I mean, it, it is important, but it's also important in the last movie too, where she's like, "I can't get the buckle undone," and I'm like. <laughs> What the fuck? I really bro. hate how dumb she is. Mm. Okay, so I wrote down Logan glaring at Pyro, but I don't remember why he's glaring at him. And then somebody says, don't we have any weapons in this heap? I think Logan. And then Storm just, her eyes go white. And I really liked that yeah. shot. It's I like Storm she creates like, like the weapon. She yeah. creates like 50 fucking tornadoes though. I'm like, what the hell, dude? That's going to destroy everything. Yeah, I mean, she makes it so that all of the fighters have to parachute out of their planes. She like destroys the planes. And then she's, yeah. like, she's like, that's good. We did it. And then it's like, oh, but actually missiles. like the missiles. Yeah. Two heat-seeking yeah, missiles are suddenly there's after There's a them. scene. Okay, I don't know if this was, I feel like this was improvised because it was so funny. But like afterwards, Gene goes, Ever is everyone okay back there? And like everyone's like, Yeah, yeah. then we hear Logan and then Logan goes, No. no. I know. I was like, wow. It's really I feel funny. like all that was like not in the script. I think that was just Hugh Jackman being hilarious. I I, I would buy that because like it makes no sense for him to say no there. No. It's never acknowledged. <laughs> so anyway, Jean has to use her telekinesis to explode these missiles before they get to them, and she manages yeah. to explode one of them, but the other one she like and she gets, she gets phoenix gonna, yeah, eyes. She yes. gets her phoenix eyes. She gets phoenix and, like, orange fire eyes. Every she's single time it. she does a phoenix thing in this, it's like the music cues up and it's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, and then and then Brian Singer runs on and he's like, dark phoenix! And then he runs away. <laughs> he's holding a bird. Yep, and then uh, the, oh, the second <laughs> missile like explodes really close to the jet and blows up the back half of it and Rogue flies out of it because of like, she's not wearing your fucking seatbelt. It's so insane. And Kurt has to teleport out there to catch her and then they I think, teleport I think back this in. Is, I, I feel like this is supposed to set up the idea that the idea of Rogue being able to fly is eventually coming, but then like really? it just didn't is giving this so much so. credit. I yeah. don't think it's setting up Jack shit. It's just I, a moment of peril for Rogue. I Although I do like that it's like her brother that saves her. I think that's cool. Wait. So. What? <laughs> Kurt Wagner. Well, Kurt is supposed to be Mystique's kid, as is Rogue. What? Uh, listen. Oh, yeah. You guys told me this last time and it really <laughs> And you were like, me. what the fuck? And I was also like, oh yeah, and there's this other dude that Mystique fucked with Sabretooth, and so like there's they have like a human brother also. It's complicated. Yeah. Anyway. Um <sighs> 
Uh, so they're fine. And then the back of the ship starts closing up of its own accord. And Storm thinks it's Gene doing it, but it's not. It's <gasps> Magneto. Oh, shit. Who's just hanging out in how the woods? They, I was like, how do they know where I to know. go? Like, Magneto and Mystique were just, like, standing there waiting for the ex-ship well, to crash. Well, they flew in their own respective jets. They right. flew, no, Magneto right. just flew on Mystique. That's what happened. Yeah. They were in their own Mystique jet, and then they found the other jet, and they landed, and then Magneto used his powers to safely land the X-Jet, and he says to Mystique, when will these people learn how to fly, which I love them. I love them. Yes, they're I, cute. I do. And Mystique is just kind of like, ah. They're wonderful. You said it, so Everyone They, they set up a little like campfire. A they have a little yeah. sleepover together. Rogue and Nightcrawler are hanging out, like, a distance away from the campfire, and they want to listen in, and so Kurt is like, oh my god, Rogue's I'll all go like, listen in. I know, and Rogue's like, I wonder what the saying and it's like rogue why are you so she, useless in this she has a it's so bad <laughs> yeah um and so we do get to find out what they're saying while kurt is eavesdropping and magneto is telling them about striker and how striker has methods of persuasion and how he's kidnapped charles and, and it sounds like Cyclops. mr sinister again yes Just and saying. also he wants to make cerebro and use charles to kill or at least find all of the mutants in the world and yeah. um yes he also looks at Wolverine and just straight up is like, I'm going to tell you your entire backstory because no one else is going to. And <laughs> he's like, Stryker is the only other man I know who can manipulate adamantium. And Wolverine is like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, like Wolverine's like, wait, are you telling me this guy is somehow involved with my past? Yeah. And we're like, and Magneto Logan. is like, Xavier trusted you'd be able to figure this out on your own. I know. That's I like, Logan, keep, keep up the plot beats, Logan. Let's go. Um, And then Magneto's says something like i'm pretty sure one of you already knows where the base is and then he like looks up at nightcrawler sitting right there Nightcrawler's well, at, first, at first logan thinks it's about him he's mm-hmm. like i told you xavier already tried that and he's like if you always think everything's about you yes i know i <laughs> love funny. that and magnita just like looks up and he's like and nightcrawler's like oh Hello. And then we get a shot at everyone looking super annoyed. And I love it. <laughs> and so then Nightcrawler drops to the ground. Gene reads his mind. And guess what? Alkali Lake is where the base was this <laughs> well, entire yeah. time. And he's like, but there's nothing there. And Gene's like, uh, underground. Idiot. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> also, the campfire flared up while Gene was using her powers. Just wanted to mention that. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. I didn't even notice that. Cool. Cool. I'm, all, I'm all I'm all here for the little dark Phoenix moments that we Except rarely get it's in these really, films. It's so genuinely frustrating because it's like such a build up to, to her to have a big moment. And I, know. I feel like we're supposed to accept what we get as her big moment. And it's such a fucking cop out. It's just so it dumb. is. It, it is. is. And it's like the Phoenix yeah. thing is like the X-Men's biggest plot point. Yeah. And then if you want to talk about X3, I mean, that's that was a waste. Well, we'll, well, we'll come we'll back to, to that, that after yeah. another season. Marilyn, if you want to come back for X3, I would love I to have know. you because we're just going to rip know. that one apart. <laughs> like I'm gonna tap out I think I watched like a piece of that with Mary Ellen and Mary Ellen's like this is bad I'm like it's really bad it is it's bad but anyway we've got another fun Gene scene coming up which is that Gene and Wolverine are gonna flirt with each other oh my god this also was improvised by the way this was not in the script are you serious yeah, Brian Singer's like, who wants to see Logan and Gene kiss? So they like improvise this whole scene. <laughs> they were I just like it. Like, yeah, I do too. But that's also telling of like how good their fucking like their connection chemistry was. Chemistry is so how good. How good their fucking was. How, was. Yeah, they're fucking too. the triple X yeah. fuck scene that is about to unfold. Yeah, I know that's my favorite one, and this is perfect too because Gene's Gene's like, 
oh hey logan and it's like do you how do you describe this well Somebody i can tell over. you what they literally say to each other and it's not oh hey logan it's and so gene gene is like outright flirting with logan in a way that yeah. is inappropriate given that she's in a relationship but, but then, we've all but seen then, like later Jack on she's so like i whatever. can't do this it's the line about the bad boys yeah right? she's like you know logan women will flirt with the bad guy but they'll marry the good guy and logan jokingly is like i could be the good guy and she goes the good guy sticks around and they're standing like very close to each other and logan just yeah. goes in for the kiss and gene like reciprocates it and starts like touching know, his face and stuff i know and they're like having they're like having full-on sex yeah no, they're they're having, sex. They're, like, making it's like out. a very sexy it's a passion it really is. and then they, they pull apart and gene's like don't I gotta make me go. do this. She Scott's says. waiting for me. And I'm like, oh my God, Jean, She doesn't say go that. Again. What she says is, don't make me do don't this. Make me and do Logan this. goes, do what? And then she walks away. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh. All right. Fucking Gene. Yeah. They've known each other for three days. Which, I know. like, is really, that's a great line for just, like, removing yourself of any responsibility. Like, don't make me do this. Yeah, like, I don't know. I like Jean. it because it's, it's a good encapsulation of, like, the weird, stupid shit Gene does do, where, like, she clearly wants to fuck Logan, but, like, doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, but also kind I of think Gene enjoys. Okay, both with she Cyclops likes the and Wolverine. Of, of I, no, I think Gene just likes I mean, torturing I dudes. I don't either, but She's it's like, not ethical. No, <laughs> it's one of her character flaws. I would say. Yeah, Jean Jean Grey just likes to torture dudes. That's it. That's her she thing. She kind of does. Like, she likes stepping like, on them, and then also yeah, when she becomes the Dark dumb. Phoenix, she's like, finally, I can kill everyone. Like I've always wanted to do. It's relatable. <laughs> it is relatable. It's why mm. I like Jean Grey so much. Anyway, Mystique and Nightcrawler. Let's have a moment. Uh, right so here. Mystique is just staring at all of this while it's happening. And Nightcrawler yeah, walks up to her. I like how Mystique's just watching. Yeah, she's like, jealously hmm. being like, hmm, Wolverine yeah. is hot. She's mm. into it. <laughs> Nightcrawler walks up and they have this little conversation where he's like, can you disguise your voice? And she's like, yes, I can in his voice, which is cute. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like you can be anyone you like. Why not stay in disguise all the time? And she goes, because we shouldn't have to, which is classic yeah. Mystique line. And, and then, then she, she like struts away. And Nightcrawler like looks at her in like a way where it seems like he's a attracted to her which is weird because they're related it is weird and i'm like <laughs> oh, no this skip i don't know mom dude you just don't know anyway that's so but, com- yeah, I don't his, know, his, his tail wags yeah Did you see that yeah, it does. he wags his little tail although to be fair liar wags her tail when she's just happy to see somebody so you know yeah but it, he mean, like he kind of has like a moony face and he wags his tail a i think you're supposed true. to think that he's like crushing on her a little bit yeah uh, <laughs> so logan is in his tent later masturbating alone and then mm. I mean, that's literally what he's doing, basically. And so who should show up but Gene? Maybe? Question? Question Morph? mark? And so Gene hops in and they start really going to town. Mm-hmm. And Wolverine, like, puts his hand under her shirt. And then what should he feel but Mystique's scars from that time mm. when he stabbed her at the Statue of Liberty fight? And he's like, uh-oh. Yeah. You are not Gene. And she's like, you're right. Say, can he? I thought he could smell people. I don't know. He should know that it's not he sh- her. He says, he, um, then Mystique says, you're the only one who's like ever left a mark or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, oh boy. Yeah. Hello. She's into it. Hello. And then he's, and he's like, I don't want, or he's like, what he's are you like, looking what for? He's like, what do you want? And she's like, what do you want? And then she turns into Storm and then Rogue. And then I think Gene again. And he yeah. like, there's some flashbacks to his face. And during the Rogue one, he just looks like confused and like disgusted. Yeah. And like, yeah, <laughs> like disturbed a little Which bit. Which I appreciated like, oh. because I was like, yeah. 
I don't want him to want that. So I liked yeah. that. She also turns into Gambit briefly. I wish. And then... No, she doesn't. <laughs> I really wanted her to turn into Scott. I wanted her to turn into Scott I know. so much. I know, great there's too. like a 15 minute sequence of her turning into every X-Men character and then uh, just yeah. getting like, like Wolverine's like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah, like she's Sabertooth for a second <laughs> and then she's Magneto and he's like, oh, it's yeah, like, I'm interested. All right. Wolverine, who Never thought of it, sex. but okay. I mean, you know, Wolverine's up for it all, but no, he's really not. He pushes her off and she like slinks off into the corner and then she turns into Striker for a second. Yeah. I didn't know. And I'm just like, is this like, does she's, she's like, like, I know what you f- really want. You yeah, want like, and she turns into Striker and I was like, Basically Whoa. implying like he's obsessed with finding out the truth yes. about his past. But yeah. also yeah. maybe he wants a dad. He wants to fuck Striker. <laughs> I know. And so she's just messing with him mm. and then she slinks yeah. away. Yeah. I, just I like out. it though. I like I that her motivation. It. Her motivation is tragic. Like, for okay, her. but uh, Mary Ellen, you That's should true. know that in the cartoon there was this character called Morph who was always like transforming into Jean Grey and then trying to seduce, seduce Logan. Wolverine, yeah. And it was like, and they like clearly had feelings for each other, and it was like ridiculous it's because wow. like, it's very, well, because Morph is a male character, so it's much more homoerotic in the cartoon. That's sad though. Yeah, That's but tragic. like, and it's like it's crazy though because you like they have this whole thing where like. He transforms into Jean, and then will immediately be like, "You can't have me because I love Scott." <laughs> and then he'll like run off and be like, "And also, I morph now." And, and then Logan's like, like "No!" And we're like, "Jesus, what, what is with you two? Yeah. Um, anyway, I think, think that do might you think be. Mystique, do you think Mystique has a thing for Wolverine? Well, in the comics, yes. they totally do. They yeah, they do. They up a little bit. That's okay, true. so anyway, they're on the jet again, guys. We are like not even halfway through the movie. I am worried. No, we are exactly halfway through. Yeah. Okay. I gotta to, go wait, pretty wait. soon. Me too. I don't yeah. know how we're gonna make it, but oh well. Anyway, they're on uh, the jet. Rogue and Bobby want uniforms. They can't have them. Magneto and Mystique are laughing at Rogue and being like, "We love her." her done with her hair, and she like yeah. makes so like good. she's gonna attack them, which is literally the only thing she does in the entire movie. And Bobby stops I her. I know. I was so mad. I was I like, was that, "This is too. the one." But cool I, I do rogue have that moment. gif of her taking off her glove, and it's a fun gif to have. Just because it's very cool. rogue. It's like the most rogue thing she it's does. It's the only rogue thing she does in the entire movie. Um, and so then Magneto starts recruiting Pyro. Pyro is like excited about the idea of being evil. And Magneto's like, you are a god among insects. I'm rushing through this because we're never going to make it through the movie if I don't. Mm-hmm. So back to Striker. No, well, that's okay. The, the next scene I wrote, Striker scene, I didn't watch it. So I guess it's not important. It's not really. He's talking about how he built a machine. And this is the part where the soldier is like, why are we keeping children here, sir? And Striker's like, well, we've got to test the machine. Ha 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 ha. And it's like wow fuck you asshole yeah, yeah um, it's it's really sick yeah I, th- I guess it's because he's trying to make it so that xavier kills all mutants and so they have the mutant children there so they can watch them while it's happening and be like oh great yeah. they're dying we're doing Confirmed. it yeah. yes and so then there's like this lengthy explanation by storm about the damn spillway at striker's thing yeah. and it's like really complicated they and have, she's like, like okay so i think it's this, just supposed to be like storm being like and you're gonna yeah. hear the word spillway 60 times in the next hour of the movie and it's yeah. just like it's just like a moment where storm gets to lead the x-men i feel like yeah, where like okay that. here's the plan but it's pretty complicated and so wolverine is like okay cool i'm gonna go into the spillway and magneto <laughs> is like you're a fucking idiot what are you gonna do scratch it with your claws you're not gonna be able to get the door open and wolverine's like well i don't think they're gonna kill me because striker's fucking obsessed with me so if i go in there 
I'll be able to get all the way in. And and Magneto's like, I don't trust you. And so they send Mystique in instead. Yeah, but they, they have a line there where Wolverine says, I'll take my chances. And Magneto's like, I'm I not going to do that. Yeah, which I enjoy. And so you kind of know it's Mystique, but she's pretending to be Wolverine in this scene. Uh, so this Hugh is one gets of those scenes where like, you, get to see, you can tell that Hugh's being Mystique yes. too, because he does like a little strut. I don't know how you can tell, but it's just like something about the way he walks. And then especially later in the handcuffs when he's like grinning. Uh, it's good. Um, yeah, and so he's got a little the evil smirks come out and they're like striker sees wolverine on the cameras and is like oh my god it's my ex-boyfriend everybody <laughs> everybody keep out of there put yeah. him in handcuffs and bring him in for me and then wolverine slash mystique does this little grin while in the handcuffs and then she transforms and yeah striker also has a line the there striker somehow. says I know my own work and that's not Wolverine or something mm-hmm. like that. Somehow he can that's tell not it's it. not him. Yeah. Yeah. And so then she transforms. She kicks everybody in the throat and flips around and does the dude, middle she finger like, while sliding through dudes. the dudes. It's so oh my, good. That one shot is awesome when she it's slides iconic. back and flips him off. Yeah. I also amazing. love her grabbing that dude and using him as a human shield as they're yes. firing at her. And then she's like, see ya. And yeah, she like yeah. bounces. Amazing. And then Hi, we bitch. see the scene of Stryker seemingly running into a room and being like. Also strutting around. That guy's just like super femme fatale. It's amazing. Yeah. But first he's acting like striker and he's like there's somebody disguising herself there's other yeah. people watch out and the guy's like what and then he, he like knocks the other guy out and striker is clearly so mystique and it's awesome it's and he like good. winks and waves sexily at the soldiers yes. while closing the door I know I love I it I fucking love mystique it's so fun to watch okay so then mystique transforms back into her sexy sexy self and like sits at the computer and is like I'm in hacker voice I know and Logan's all like <laughs> she's good and Magneto's like oh you have, no you have Idea. No but he's so idea. gay. I know. People think that Magneto and Mystique are fucking in these movies, but I'm like, no. no. He's her That's gay like best not a friend. Thing. That is and that, not. Yeah. And even that delivery of that line is like, oh, she's like such a bad bitch. I yeah, love her. Yeah, he's like, not yes, like, queen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually, you know that. what? That's a better way to read that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's wonderful. Which is a cooler relationship in the end, too. It is way like, more fun. Yeah. Even though they're the bad guys and they're like the gayest ones, I'm still like, all right, whatever. It's fine. Everybody's yeah. gay in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so she finds the screen with the live feed of the kids and she's like, oh shit, there's children captured here. I, which I love, like she she does a really good, like her acting here is great. Um, mm-hmm. she, where she just kind of like this little, this look of disgust kind of crosses her face and she like shakes yeah. her head a little yeah. bit. Rebecca Romaine is surprisingly a really good actress and like is totally undercredited. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, what does that mean? Why is it surprising? No, because I, I because you don't really hear like nobody like nobody talks, yeah. talks like about it. That's true. And she doesn't yeah. really do I mean? a ton of stuff anymore really, but no. yeah. Anyway, she's great in this, in spite of having to wear 10 pounds of blue makeup. Yeah. So then Storm and the rest of the X-Men start storming the gates. Storming the gates. <laughs> ah, yeah, we didn't yeah. see it. We storm. just see some flashes. I feel like they didn't have everybody on set that day and I just, mean, like, either. shot They're that. They're like, oh, there's an electrical storm, but we don't, like, see any of it happening. And yeah. meanwhile, Xavier and the little girl who is Jason are entering fake Cerebro elsewhere. And meanwhile, we see all the soldiers trying to break into the control room where Mystique is hacking stuff and they aren't managing to do it successfully. And then finally the door opens, but luckily it's the X-Men, which is a cool reveal because you're like, oh no. Oh, see, yeah, Magneto. Magneto. Just, I like how they, oh my God, Mystique didn't even open the door for them. Magneto had to rip it off and be like, yo, I'm here. Well, and Mystique's she didn't know like, it was hey. them. She had to like continue. She was doing the right thing. Oh, that's right. Because they took out the cameras. Okay. Yes. And so Storm sees the children on the screen as well. And so she's like, oh my God, me and Kurt are going to save the kids. And Logan Meanwhile, I was looking at a different screen that has Stryker on leaves. it. And he's immediately distracted. And he's like, Stryker. And then he like takes off his cam and, and calm then, and, and runs And then later away. Storm's like, where's Logan? And Gene just goes, 
He's gone. Yeah, Jean is like, Logan. Logan, where are you? So then Jean is like, I'm going to go find Scott and the professor with Magneto and Mystique. So all of the X-Men split up. Well, there's also a moment where uh, Mystique and Eric are like, we're going to go take care of Cerebro. And Jean's like, actually, I'm going to come come with you guys because she doesn't trust them. Yes. Understandably. Right. There's, yeah, there's shouldn't. a moment. And like Mystique and Eric like look at each other like, mm-hmm. Mm, we're going to have to shake her off later. <laughs> yeah. We see some more strikers, death strike, walking around. Stryker goes into Cerebro and he tells Jason what to say to Xavier. And it's clear that Jason is like responding specifically to Stryker's voice about yeah. like, hey, kill all the mutants and stuff. And, and then, like, it's also clear at this point that Jason's still trying to please his father. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. I don't. Uh, well, we'll get to it in a minute. Anyway, Gene and Masika Magneto are wandering around. Gene senses something because it's Scott, but it's also not Scott because Scott has been brainwashed. She seems pretty confused. <laughs> yeah, she's confused because she's Gene and she's dumb in this. And so they start oh fighting God. and Magneto has his, this is one level of squirrel well, she, we cannot get involved in, my she dear. She pushes them away telekinetically Which I lo- before I they get shot. I love the idea of Mystique and Magneto just traveling the world and like, getting involved in drama yeah that's what i thought too i was like I'm just, <laughs> do Maggie and Mystique just involved. normally get into yeah. like foursomes is that their thing yes they I do probably yeah anyway they well. hop off to cerebro by themselves and gene is trying to overpower scott um yep. storm finds the children and nightcrawler teleports in there this is this is jubilee where she's she's like jubilee, jubilee and, yeah. and then jubilee's like storm and that's all we get <laughs> yep that's it uh so gene and scott keep fighting each other she eventually starts getting phoenix eyes as she's fighting back against him and we see the dam like cracking outside because of like the extent of her telekinetic powers so that's a little right. concerning the building yeah. starts leaking so striker sees a leak elsewhere okay but i wrote down i'm like maybe you shouldn't have built a base under a dam Damn, dude you're fucking stupid he like is stupid. why was why is you that are really there? tempting fate by doing this but whatever mm. luckily scott becomes suddenly unbrainwashed Jean yes. has a stupid line where she looks at him and she goes scott something's wrong oh my god <laughs> and then we don't know what it could be any number of things gene given what's going a lot on of things are wrong yeah and then Jean, so we Jesus. see striker looking at pressure levels for i think the dam he's looking at all these dials and he's like oh no <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile wolverine's walking Walking around, and then he finds the place where he got operated on originally. His and we get to see those se- the sequence again. We get to see the sequence like three more times here, where he's like under the water screaming, and I'm like, oh my god, we get it, we're here, we're here. <laughs> yeah, and so then finally, Lady Deathstrike and Striker walk in, and Striker's yes. like, hey, remember this room? Check out all this boiling adamantium that I made. Got to keep it boiled because of, as soon as it cools, <laughs> it instantly like, hardens and it's yeah. indestructible. But you know that bitch, because you're half adamantium. Bye. Yeah, I know pretty like, much. He's I, did, also like, I thought I, that you were the only person who was yeah. like this, but you're not. And then he like dramatically looks at Yuriko and then leaves and is like, Bye. "Okay, I want to. I just. I want to. I need to point this out that." Deathstrike is involved with the Weapon X program at some point, but, like, this version of her is, like, widely incorrect. She it does is. not have killer nails. She's got, like, big claws, and she's, like, half cyborg. She's a cyborg, Ooh. yeah. And she has, like, a healing factor that's not a mutant healing factor. It's, like, a stupid other sci-fi one that she gets mm. later that makes no sense. She's not the same as Wolverine. But in this movie, no. she's a mutant. She has exact same mutant powers as And Wolverine. also, they're, like, they have super, they're, like, super romantically involved. And they, like, they're well, on again, off again. But they also are arch enemies, and she's, like, evil. Yeah. And and stuff mm, and it's fun pretty much this but it's, this, it's typical this, wolverine this, this version depiction. she's just like a stereotypical like asian ninja lady who gets no lines and dies and yeah, yeah. And, they, they, 
I mean, it's it's really fucked up because what you have here is a, is an Asian woman who yeah. gets no lines, is not allowed to speak throughout the entire movie. Is often slave, dressed in like basically. is often dressed in like fetish wear, like she's yes, in corsets right. and she's wearing stuff, a corset and like high heels. Scene. Yeah, and is is a man, a white man's willful slave. Like it's really not. It's a, a it's a okay. lot. Yeah, yeah. At all. well, unwillful. She doesn't want any of this. Oh and, yeah, unwillful. and also like Wolverine doesn't know that. So they do have this fight scene, which admittedly the choreography, I love it. I think it's a really it's really cool, cool and fight she's to vicious. Watch. She's, she's a vicious fighter. And I, think, I also yeah. don't like. I mean, like I love it too, but it doesn't. I don't know what's happening. She's like. So spinning in the air like <laughs> doing like frog leaps. and also she has claws like her fingernails yeah. are what's adamantium which is a very cool like feminine twist on yeah. the same and type she gets, of powers she does this move a few times where she goes and like digs into his back and it's like oh no it's horrible like at one point he stabs her and then she like walks up his body as she's removing his claws which is like really cool choreography i liked that yeah i agree i like grins at him like oh you don't even know and he's like oh shit she has a healing factor as he's like watching her yes it's cool it's really good Mm-hmm. I mean, the actress is doing her best here. It just, I know. it's then sad that he ends up killing her and she never gets to be free. And I feel yes. like a more interesting ending here would be if she woke up from the brainwashing and then they work together. Like, why I don't see, they I, do I, that? I, I also well, it's supposed wonder... to be like more like a, of a tragic moment because she know, gets her brain filled up with adamantium. It's fucked but up. See, but see, like, I also wonder if like that was supposed to set up the idea that she was going to become a cyborg because they just filled her with metal. And then they, but then like, they were, never like, revisit it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, maybe there'd That's be some other wondering. way for her to like live. But they don't. She never comes back. Um, I don't know. I think it's too bad. But yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's shitty because, it you know, there's very few Asian characters, very few like women getting to do stuff. But, you know, Storm and Jean finally get to do some things in this movie. And then to have this character is like kind of a disappointment. And yeah, I so I just figured I'd mention that. In the meantime, um, Jason is still doing the find all the mutants, find every last yes, one. Find okay. the also, what's happening is Pyro leaves Rogue and Bobby behind on the jet. He's yes. like, hey, I'm going to fucking leave. Fuck, <laughs> Bye. This, fuck this kid's table shit. I'm out of here. And, it's like, yes. oh. and so he starts wandering off. And then all of a sudden, I think. I think this is where Xavier starts finally having his powers work. Like Magneto and Mystique are close to the fake Cerebro, but then before yeah. they can get in, Xavier starts actually killing all the mutants and all of them yeah. suddenly yeah. feel it. And we see this shot of like Pyro outside in the snow falling to the ground and Rogue and Bobby holding hands falling to the ground and like Storm yeah. and Nightcrawler and everybody's like, oh my God, I have the worst headache, a headache I could die from. Now, this was supposed to be also a segue into X3 because they were supposed to show Beast, Gambit, and Psylocke, I believe, falling to the ground. Right, and then like elsewhere like, in the world, just to show that they're also mutants, but they don't show any of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that didn't end up happening. I think they had somebody else in there, too. I'm trying to remember who it was. And um, so Magneto is able to be immune from this because he has this extra special dorky helmet that he can put mm-hmm. on to protect himself from this. So mm-hmm. he puts it on, and he's using his powers to like open the door or at least stop Cerebro from working, I guess. He manages yeah, to well, shut it down from the outside. Right. And then, he's like trying he's trying to open the door and then like let's go once he's like pulling it and let's go and just that like shake is enough to wake Charles up. But at least, or like, or at least or to stop dis- Charles. disturb him a little bit. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, What wait, what was that? What was that? Yeah, and so then Magneto yeah. manages to get inside. Stryker, meanwhile, is walking out into the snow. I don't remember why, but that happens. There's a shot of that. The Stryker's trying to get away because he realizes the whole place is collapsing. Oh, right. He's going to try yeah, to find yeah. the helicopter and just escape. 
that's what and he's Wolver- doing. Does, I think Wolverine catches up with him and is like, "Hey, bitch!" And like, yeah, but that's not. Yeah, well, he, like, he doesn't happens- do anything. He's, he shows up. He's like, "Hey, bitch!" He's like stabs him, and it's like, Jesus, well, he dude. doesn't. He should, but he doesn't. Anyway, that's later. Magneto walks into Cerebro, and he looks at Jason and just points to his helmet, which is a fun little shot where he's like, "Ah, ah. yeah, I've and got a bike helmet he's on." Like, Hello, Charles. From here, it doesn't look like they're playing by your rules. Maybe yeah. it's time to play by theirs. And then he swaps I, I all the shit around. I love that line, though. He's just like, how's it looking? The, doesn't look like the way that you think's going to work is going to work. Yeah, so, uh, not that Charles can this. even hear him. So he's just like talking to himself. I also don't understand why he switches all the squares around. Yeah. In, it doesn't seem I like it would matter. No, I think it just looked cool, I guess. I it don't know. It does look cool. Or possibly yeah. he... Well, he helped Charles build Cerebro. So possibly right. by switching the squares around, he's like, now they're going to find all the humans. humans because there's not right. all the squares But like, it doesn't matter, though, because then like immediately after that, he has Mystique transform and Striker to be like, kill all the humans. So yes. it's sort of like... I don't know. Anyway, like, I whatever. don't know if it actually is related or if they just were like, this looks cool. I have no Let's idea do this. either. So anyway, then Charles suddenly is trying to kill all the humans. And so all the humans everywhere are getting really bad headaches, including Stryker, who's outside by his helicopter like, oh, no, how can and this Stryker's be? Like, Stry- yeah, Stryker's like, I can't be. I think and because like, Stryker is worried he's a mutant or something. I don't know what that is. But anyway, no, Logan catches that's up a good to him point. and stabs him or doesn't stab him, ties him up. He stabs him, but then ties him. Like, he doesn't do it. He doesn't like, kill uh, him. Yeah. And so Stryker says, you're just a failed experiment. And he says all this people don't change stuff. Like, you were an animal then, you're an animal now. I just gave you claws. And I was like, all right, I don't... I, you they have no backstory it, in the comics, so I don't even know what this is supposed to be referencing. I don't even know what it's supposed to be referencing. And also, earlier in this movie, we saw that, like, in the last film, he's always had claws. They're like, here's his bone claws that's been covered yeah, in adamantium. So, so you didn't give him claws idiot like you just like shut up like get out of here striker nobody cares anyway back to jason the x-men show up and this time gene senses that xavier's in there with an, another mutant trapped in some kind of illusion she says because this time her powers work and she needs to oh be able God, to this deliver is like that, exposition this is that line where like they show up and like gene delivers like a pound of exposition in this scene it's because so they crazy. all stand she's outside like, the door yeah. she's just like okay so xavier's inside there and, and there's somebody casting an illusion and they were targeting the mutants but now they're targeting all <laughs> yeah. the humans and i was like oh my God, yeah and so storm is like i'm gonna go in i don't know why storm is the one who wants to go in but she does she's gonna go first Cyclops is like i'm just gonna shoot down the door and like uh, they're like and no Jean is like no could that could make kill literally no, everyone Scott, everybody. shut the fuck up sky <laughs> i know like your ideas are fucking useless shut up we're listening to storm she's the leader now yeah fuck and you. so storm asked kurt to teleport her in there and he's worried about going in there because he I know, but then scott's like wait who is this guy what's going on and Kurt's like, like I'm Scott. Kurt Wagner, and everybody's like, Kurt, shut up and teleport in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty so much. So they go in there, and there's a little girl in there, and it's Jason, and Storm knows not to trust anything, and Kurt is like, it's just a little girl, and Storm is like, <laughs> Kurt, it like clearly is like, like really. Do you remember right? that part like two seconds ago where we said there was an illusion in here? Like, yeah. Hello. Well, meanwhile, Magneto and Mystique find Stryker. They get in the helicopter. They pick up Pyro and take him with them. Stryker's left behind. We don't. We don't know what capacity yet. 
Right. And then Storm starts making it super cold in the illusion room, which mm-hmm. is enough to wake the professor up from his illusion and get him to be like, wait a minute. Well, and like, <laughs> we, we have that one really sad line from the little girl being like, he's going to be so mad at me. I and know. Was like, oh, oh, God. Yeah. God. God. That's like, horrible. It's like dealing with like parental abuse. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm and sure he Jason like, tortured never him. gets, much like Deathstrike, Jason never gets a redemption, which I find no, really wrong. Because no, Nightcrawler teleports Xavier and Storm are there, but he doesn't save Jason, which I think is not in character for Nightcrawler. Or the honestly. X-Men in general. I feel like they would go back for him and Xavier would be like, maybe I can help him. And Unless right. unless they were just like, this guy is dead anyway. Like we can't. That is like, really unethical though. I feel I agree, but like I feel like that's what know. the movie's saying, and it's sad, and I don't like it, but whatever. I forgot about yeah. that. I just thought it was something that I didn't like I anyway. noticed that too and I thought it was weird yeah I thought it was weird so too. meanwhile the like, dam is breaking tense. and so the entire building is falling down and so all the X-Men need to get out as fast as possible so that's why Nightcrawler's teleporting people away I wrote mm-hmm. Jean right. has thoughts only for Logan I don't remember what that's referencing but I just assume she's screaming Logan what she's doing is like where's Logan where's, where's Logan, Logan? And, where's yeah, Logan? yeah <laughs> she keeps up being like that and Cyclops is like who cares actually no Cyclops is also like I don't know but I need to find him he's right like where's now. Logan yeah where's it's like, where is he? Um, meanwhile, Wolverine is running around and manages to run into them somehow. And, and the he closes like the door to the spillway and he's like, there's another way out, which luckily Wait, there is. There's a spillway? I wasn't expecting that. There is. There's a spillway. It's filling with water. Um, and so then they all run outside and the helicopter's gone and they're like, oh no. And I was like, what? Is the jet so far away that they can't I mean, it, yeah. I guess that's, nobody knows, but luckily Rogue has decided to fly the jet. But the entire time she's like, she's flying it. She's like, ah! I'm like, oh my god, stop it! It's and then so she lands. Much. Yeah, she I know. lands and then terribly. Like, Bobby goes to check on her. And like, why is this? What's happening right now? I don't know. Now? But Bobby's also like goes to check on her, and she's like, I can't do this right now. And he goes to help everybody. And Rogue's just like attached. She's like so scared. Yeah. Until like Storm comes in, and she's like, the controls to the jet. Yeah, Storm's like, it's okay. You can let go now. And Rogue's like, ah, 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 ah. and I'm like, I can't deal with Rogue in this movie at all. Meanwhile, Wolverine is like carrying around the kid with the lizard tongue he's just like carrying him around and instead of bringing him onto the jet he like yeah. sees striker out of the corner he's of his like eye. hang on he's i like, gotta go get some closure you're coming with I me know. Yeah, well, he takes like, the hey, kid with him hey kid want to meet my ex-boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> and it's really weird that the kid is, is there for all of this so yeah. Wolverine just walks up to him and like striker is like shit talking him he's all tied up with uh, a chain that magneto tied him up with and Wolverine dramatically takes off his dog tag and throws it at him. And Stryker's like mocking him for joining the X-Men. And Wolverine's like, I'll take my chances with him. Referring to the kid he's holding, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. then like Stryker has that super fucked up line. He's like, you would that trust thing. that creature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like a child. It's yeah. like, dude, well, what Well, Stryker's the fuck? a fucking piece of shit. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> anyway, the kid sticks out his tongue at Stryker. It's his yeah. lizard tongue. <laughs> That's the only thing he can do. Okay, so back on the jet, Xavier's like, we've got to get to Washington. I fear this has gone beyond Alkali Lake, meaning like he's a little worried about how he tried to kill everyone in the world. Like, remember that shot of the president almost dying? Yeah, that was bad. You're right, Xavier. You're right to worry about that. Yeah. Jean realizes Pyro's with Magneto, and so she tells everybody that. If Magneto had done that, Xavier would have been like, oh, we're not going to, we'll just leave him to be dealt with. But since it's me, we need to make sure we cover. 
need to clear my name because I need to still be on good standing with all the humans. Not that anybody would know that it was him, you know? Well, I understand why he does it later because of the speech that the president is about to give. But whatever, we get to that later. So Gene can sense the dam is exploding and all the water is coming. And meanwhile, Storm can't get the jet to start and Cyclops and Storm are like troubleshooting the jet situation. That's that's because like Rogue just destroyed the jet landing. It was like, okay. Did she she damage it? Like, why is it? They don't actually explain that, but they're like, it doesn't uh, explain it either because then Gene also has like the powers to turn it on. I'm like, what is happening? So Gene just quietly gets up and walks out of the jet and like shuts the ramp before anybody can follow her. And Scott is like, what, Gene? Okay, but like, I I do want to say that I like that scene because like there's this moment where we see, we can tell. They're not like, going to make it. As a viewer. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can see it tells a viewer that Jean is looking at them and she, you know, that in her head, it's the last time she's going to see them. And she, you can see that that's what she's thinking. And then she makes the decision to like go sacrifice herself. And I think it's a pretty strong scene with like no verbal, like there's no script here. I mean, she's Nobody's doing a great anything. job. I wish that her moment at the end of sacrificing herself yeah. were like cooler. Yeah, I know. She's but... just holding water. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like it could be a little cooler. I she could have burst into flames like, or something. It was supposed to it'd really be cool. Make it... It'd be cool if like the soldiers came and she got to like just fucking explode or something. It'd be I cool. I think like it was gonna be like a big build up for X3 and then X3 was such a failure that I like know. I know. So like, I think they, they just were didn't... trying to save a little bit of that for X3, but then yeah. Anyway, so what happens is all the water comes and Jean lifts up the jet and uses her telekinesis to like keep the water away and then they manage to get the jet started i guess or at least get to altitude coasting level and they like fly yeah. away um yeah. and then she drowns appearably well there's because... a moment where she speaks through xavier yes too. and she yeah. says and like, i know I what i'm that doing this like, is the only way xavier, like scott's screaming at, at charles he's like but i love you yeah, and i'm like this is so strange it's, like, it's half like emotionally effective and half like a little weird corny yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah we should have so honestly strange. we should have spoofed that maddie but we i'm didn't. surprised we didn't, we didn't actually we spoofed almost all the rest of this entire scene including me leaping yeah. into the lake dramatically there's, there's yeah oh, wow. oh my god watch. there was like a yeah you should watch it's that terrible it, no one should watch mm. it but it's on it's our like, youtube channel like, at a well, it's like literally me throwing maddie into a lake except i just kind of push her and then we watch her walk in except in our version ryan is playing a sort of mr sinister alike as opposed to striker we didn't that's do because i did it correctly yes, anyway you did. so, so <laughs> then the gene drowns and everybody assumes she's dead and this is the scene that we parodied this is the scene that's supposed to be like Wolverine are holding each other I know everyone's like it's like all emotional and I'm like fucking laughing because that's like it reminds me of when we parodied it because like they're like she's gone no don't you say that she's gone (laughs) yeah I mean in our version it's like Righty and Claude screaming and crying which is very funny oh my god but in this version it's very serious and Kurt starts quoting the valley of the shadow of death line yeah and it's sad so it is sad. Washington, we're not completely emotional. DC. The mm. president is going over a statement about how everybody almost died and they're a little worried Remember about time it. Remember that time? Oh my god. This moment when all mutants almost died okay, and but then suddenly I think, all humans I think it's supposed died. to be, I th- we need to point out that when they're walking in, he's going over the script and even the president's like, this is a little much. We should yes. like say annihilation. We yeah, should like Yeah, like he's like, there's out. a growing threat within our own popula- population. That's one of the population. lines in population. Yeah. And then he also says, the threat annihilated our way of life. And he's like questioning his speechwriter and being like, should we 
we say annihilated and like yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, we it. don't know anything about what happened we shouldn't like you know yeah we shouldn't be assuming that this is a mutant thing i mean it clearly is but we don't really know what happened but he has to right. make some sort of statement and this reminded me a little bit of like oh this is a post 9-11 situation like right I, right I right it reminded me of that like what's the Except best way not to deal at with all this what it's not at all but it, it just <laughs> in my mind yeah. i was like oh that's the context the movie was being made in is yeah that. right um and so they've got the live video feed in the old office and the president is about to make this statement and he's only read like the first sentence and he's about to get the sentence that's about how mutants are a growing threat which like you know if he were to say that that would be instigating like hate crimes basically i mean that's right. what happens in our actual world is that people yeah. isn't that great no it's not it fucking sucks it's um, terrible, yeah. And so then all of a sudden everybody freezes. Yes. Yeah, this doesn't make sense to me because even though he's like freezing them and like Storm creates a huge fucking hurricane. Yeah, like why it's like, does she do that? But just like, to, like turn the lights out? All the people watching the TV where they're like, what happened? I mean, I like, assume they turned off the camera real quick. No, they did, but like then like the people watching that were being like, there was just a blackout for like 20 yes, minutes while I this mean, shit went down. I mean, the people watching the program heard the president say one sentence and then suddenly stop, so they're terrified. It's very strange. Everyone I don't know. Everyone is terrified <laughs> during this. Mass <laughs> panic is occurring at this also, time. I don't know if I agree. I know that they had to aggressively get in there before like he said anything but like this is like it's a little much oh i because, agree like, like, it's very they, they all show up they all show up in the shadows and like it's <laughs> so like, dark that they can't see anything they're can all fucking the there yeah. and like including fucking nightcrawler who tried killing the president <laughs> and nightcrawler's like waving at him i'm like why'd you bring him in here yeah like why yeah, did i just you don't bring even understand and also rogue and bobby suddenly are wearing uniforms and i was like what happened to yeah. like i don't know three hours ago when wolverine was when like, like there are no more uniforms i had so many questions rogue give him the file and it's like rogue's job to him the president this file folder yeah. that's the only thing she does in the whole movie she's like here you go mr president although it is in character for xavier to be recruiting child soldiers he regularly does that shit so i that's was kind of like okay mm-hmm. i guess i would buy that the file folder has all this information in it about Stryker's secret experiments and brainwashing and stuff and the president looks at it for one second and like immediately understands all of that as opposed to being yeah, I know he's, he's like, like, I didn't he's know like, this he's yeah. just like I don't know what's happening and also like he's like I don't respond to threats and Xavier's like this isn't a threat and I'm like Xavier what you're doing right now is definitely a threat yeah it's like, like extremely 100%. threatening it's like you just broke into the White House and you're like if you say anything like things are gonna get worse that is a threat my well, friend. yes, but he's also saying he's trying to stop the president from like inciting hateful rhetoric, anti-mutant rhetoric. I mean, I understand, but I'm not defending he... it per se. I'm just explaining it why Xavier yeah. is doing things in this way. And he also says there are some people out there that would Couldn't want to start he have a just war done this in like a psychic conversation. Like, come on, that would have been good. But he doesn't. He wants to do this over the top shit because Xavier actually does like it's showing fucking off. Professor Xavier. This is like what he does. And he has this line where he says there have been casualties, losses on both sides, and there's like a shot of Scott crying. <laughs> <laughs> and Wolverine's staring at him. Yeah, it's and like, then Xavier says, the next move is yours, and Logan just goes, we'll be watching, and it's like, okay, Wolverine. Okay, that's also, that is also a threat. It just is. throwing that out there. It is. Come on. And then they all, like, freeze everybody again and leave quietly, and then everybody wakes up again, and the president also, is just sitting there do you think anybody else file. in Washington, D.C. noticed, like, there was a giant fucking storm that appeared just conveniently during that? Well, they can't have noticed because they were all brainwashed during this, so they didn't know any of this was happening. Fuck they didn't oh see the God. storm. Anyway the end 
we don't actually find out what the president says. He just like no, we don't. Looks at the we file don't even find out in the next movie because there's like there's just like no connection between X two and X three. You know. Yeah, he's like, hey guys, uh, I just had like a weird ten minutes there that none of you saw, but I did. Can you turn off the anyway. camera because we're gonna need to rewrite the speech? I know that's that was really funny that that they're like, uh, Mr. President is like. Uh, yeah, and then it just cuts back to the X Mansion, and Xavier is like delivering a little monologue about how Jean was always looking to others and never thinking of herself. Logan like looks down at his feet, and you can briefly see a shot of his hair, and it looks fucking ridiculous in that one shot. <laughs> um, everybody's sad, and meanwhile the kids are knocking on the door, being like, "Xavier, it's time for class, <laughs> professor." And Xavier's like, "Can you guys please leave? Like, I know you're mourning, but like, I literally need you to teach a class like now." And they're like, "Oh, oh okay. my god!" And then I. I fucking hate this next scene where like she chose you yeah i know i know so Wolverine Scott walks out, he's like, and he's still just so you know she did make a choice she chose you i'm like logan why are you rubbing this logan, in his face dead. right now yeah and like yeah. what does that even mean really like it's like logan's like just so you know she, she like almost you cheated on more you than me, me but then didn't but that didn't happen but she's dead so now you have to think about that and it's like logan just go fuck cyclops yeah <laughs> Anyway, so then Xavier randomly just is staring out the window, like waiting for the kids. And the kids are like, uh, professor. And he's like, oh, hello. I forgot you were all here. Anyway, yeah, has it's anybody a weird read moment. The Once and Future King? And like, yeah, which is the book why... that we saw. We saw Eric reading that. Yeah. Earlier. And I don't know why they're always referring to that book. I don't know enough about that book to like that's understand like a, that's the like a reference. That's thing to do, you know? Is, it's, isn't it about like King Arthur and stuff? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't mm. read. I don't um, read books anyway. I, I read comic books. People should There's write into the mages at gmail.com and tell us if they know things about the Once in Future King because I would actually mm. like to know if anybody does. Marilyn, do you know anything about this book? I wrote it. Oh, uh, okay. Got yeah. it. But I mostly I mostly forget. It was kind of like a fever dream. I think you're going to be like, <laughs> I wrote it, but then I was brainwashed, so... Yeah. yeah. Stephen King doesn't remember a lot of the books he wrote because he was on cocaine. Yeah, that's and that's more of a similar situation to you, just like the various yeah. drugs that you've done while writing books. Yeah, right. That's like Marilyn's way of like getting through life. You know? Yeah, I would say yeah. Marilyn and Stephen King are like very similar. Um, I, I agree. Think so. I anyway, think so. we're almost done. <laughs> There's one final shot of the lake. And oh Jean yeah, Gray, Jean Grey gets the exact same monologue that we've heard As Xavier, Xavier the- say for mutation it is the key to our evolution and then we see like sort of a shadow of a bird yeah, underneath it's like the mothman I, uh, yeah, by the way, the I, we see Mothra <laughs> under the waves. Oh my god! You can't even say Mothman without me thinking of Gino. I was gonna say in that film that we parodied the X Men theme, I made Maddie read that speech, yes. and like when I put it all together ten years later for her to watch, she didn't even remember that she did that. I, didn't I was even like, remember recording it, but yeah, I recorded a version of that. Scene. I mean, if people want to watch D Men and D Two on our channel, they should because they're incredibly bad films that are parodying these two movies. And we never did any other X Men parodies because there were never any other X Men films. Films made after X2. This was the end. That's true. And, this was uh, it. That was why that was the only two movies we parodied. Anyway, great films. I, yes. Um, I enjoyed this. I, I, I did still, too. I, I, mean, I, I, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I feel like, I, I said this earlier, I was like, it stands up. I think the pacing's really good. And oh, I think yeah. that like, I still feel like if somehow we got X-Men in the MCU, it'd probably be a much more accurate version of the X-Men than, than here. But I think at least... In comparison to the first movie to this one, I feel like the characters are at least in character, which I didn't really think feel that the first time around. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, Rogue still except, isn't quite Except for right. Rogue. Rogue is, I can't deal with fucking Rogue in this, I know. clearly. Rogue is a disappointment. It's so bad. Death yeah. Strike is a disappointment. There's some disappointments yeah. here. The whole Jason Striker situation is really strange, yeah. and I don't know why that's like that, and I don't it's really enjoy it. It's fucked up. But those are my main complaints. Um, we talked about this a little bit in the season finale of the X-Men TIS episode that we did, but I do think that it's kind of weird how these pieces of media create a metaphor where they're like marginalized people have superpowers and <laughs> it doesn't really quite work because no, not at all. the x-men and mutants actually can be very dangerous and kill people whereas like gay people uh doesn't really i feel i do feel like they definitely like i mean gay people can be very dangerous they can be but i you know what i'm saying where like the metaphor Mm. doesn't really quite entirely you know what you know what i carry a knife on me at all times i'm dangerous like well gay people can't travel (laughs) through walls and blow things up with their mind i mean i wish i had that ability unfortunately i don't yeah and so i i do think it's stealing striker's secret files wait we didn't even mention that like the way they got striker's files wasn't because they were like at the lake they were like well kitty pride stole them for yes. us and i was like yeah what? yet another xavier using a child soldier scenario where he's like let's just say i know a little girl who can walk through walls which again still kind of in character to the comic xavier where he just like makes children do shit and is like yeah. it's fine because you're a mutant and you're fighting for what's right and don't think about it too much but you're all mm. under 18 and i raised you so do what i say and it's oh like my xavier, God. it's uh, so bad uh, any, if any if, if osha calls just don't tell him anything yeah okay? don't tell him anything anything man but that's how things are anyway i just i just thought it was interesting because i feel like this movie is also leaning really really hard on the whole being a mutant is being queer thing which yeah in some scenes i think is really interesting but the overarching message is like also gay people could maybe kill you and this is like a post aids crisis movie that's a little that's Hmm. a little politically shaky for me but i I still enjoy the movie a lot you know imagine if they had done the legacy virus instead i know i actually wonder if that's why they didn't do a legacy virus plotline because in the comics a lot of times the virus plotlines will be a more direct aids metaphor and i think in this it's it's more 9-11-y because they've got like the false flag operation with Kurt and then like Stryker and stuff and so it's kind of like a <laughs> loose change version of the 9-11 thing I don't know what the fuck they're doing but but there's yeah. more of like a terrorist plot with this as opposed yeah. to right. the legacy virus which is usually like a post-AIDS epidemic um, inspiration so I think mm-hmm. perhaps that's why they rewrote the script I don't know if that's why it's just a random shot in the dark as but to why it, perhaps I mean, they did probably, I mean I think it's part of it but it seems like the script the original concept of the script was like very different from what they ended up yes. doing because there was they were going to have sentinels in there too that was going to be like their main adversary was the sentinels right but they and kind they of went still to go... do the sentinels and other x-men movies that we'll yeah. get to later but the guys that's yeah. a classic plot line is just you know x-men in concentration camps robots walking around killing them always scary yeah, um, yeah. sure yeah anyway um, x-men great film first of all what would you guys rate this on a scale of one to five Oh, um, you guys! I, you guys do ratings? Yeah, we do. We do ratings. Oh, we do. We do, we don't do ratings. We do X's, Mary Ellen. Yeah, mm. five I, X's. I give it two X's because it's X two. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a really low rating. Yeah. I thought she enjoyed the movie more than that, but okay. No, it's, it's and fi- then it's... I finally understood. I'd probably give it four. I mean, it's got some problems, but it's really enjoyable, and I recommended it, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm on the four. I'm, I'm with the four, too. I don't, I don't think it would be... I'm still I waiting for there to be... I wouldn't give it five, because I, there's a couple things about it that I wish were different, but which I already said, but 
but I'm still I waiting for it. there to be like an X-Men film that I'd be willing to give a five. Like, yeah, I just want mm. it to be the actual X-Men. Would you don't think you'd give mm. a five to any of the current live action films? We've given fives to some of the X-Men TAS episodes we've seen, but not. No, not I don't any think the... so. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, Days of Future Past is good and I enjoyed that, but I don't feel like that's a five either. I haven't rewatched it recently, so I'll be curious to see how I feel about it when we get to it. So what, do you, might, what would I, you you're rating it a four, Ryan? Yeah. Mary Ellen, how about you? I give it I give it a three point five. Cool. Okay, so we're like all about the same rate. No, mm-hmm. mine's different. I well, said 3.5. Well, Marilyn slightly lower because unlike us, she didn't watch this movie 600 times growing yeah, up and yeah, become seriously. completely incapable of evaluating <laughs> well, it. Would be it like, like, I give it like a 0. 0.5 and we're like, Jesus. We have a little <laughs> extra time. Do you guys want to talk about who the gayest couple in the movie is? The X-Men are a metaphor for a Magneto Xavier is pretty great in this movie. Yeah, I think just I think uh, uh, Mystique, I, like she's not a gay couple, but she's just living like her own gay truth. Um, <laughs> I, like she's I get that. she's she's, she's like, funny. She, she's she's like canonically she's embodying like like queer uh, kind of liberty and freedom, and yeah. just like living her life she's, and trying she's to start her gender bendy wonderful self. Yeah, as Mar- I think you know she, you know what Marianne? she shows I like, like the true like potential of like yeah. the queer community. I, I don't know. I think it's funny that you chose her because it's like she in the comic books is gay with this other lady. Yeah, Destiny, she's bi. And they, yeah, they, she, she, yeah, they adopt Rogue together. It's yeah, like the whole thing. It's awesome. Cool. She's canonically gets to date a lady in the comics, which is rare. Yeah. yeah. Usually nobody gets to come out. I, I'm happy to give Mystique the top prize. And then honorary I mean, mention I to like Magneto and Xavier. Of course. Yeah, you uh, got it. Ryan, do you have any uh, other ones before we close it out? I mean, Wolverine and Stryker seems a little gay to me. I don't know why. It's like, he's just so obsessed. I don't even ship them, but they're pretty gay in this. Oh, and I guess Bobby, yeah. who's literally gay, but he doesn't really what? get to do any gay stuff in this, so whatever. Mm. Anyway, that's true. That's it. None of the girls are gay. It wasn't just Mystique, I guess. I, I guess we're just going to say Mystique. Mystique's gay enough for Woo! everybody. Yes. Okay. So, as I said, you can email us at themutantages at gmail.com if you have thoughts on the once and future king or who's gay or really anything else. And it's we'll me. read it on the next episode of the show. And we're on Twitter at the mutant ages. And we're each individually on Twitter. I'm at Mitty Myers. The two of you are also I'm at on Ryan Pagella. Hey. <laughs> I'm at Alyssa Caliente. You should follow us and also check out mm-hmm. our YouTube channel, Atomic Blue Productions, if you want to watch. And like, also check silly out uh, Let's Watch Two Movies. Oh yeah, yeah that other podcast. Let's watch two movies. You should check that shit out as well. Hell and yeah. yeah, that's it. Cool. That's it, guys. We we'll somehow made it through. See you next time. <laughs> see you next time. God, that movie is so fucking long. at atomicblueproductions.com or support us at patreon.com slash atomicblueproductions.